Welcome to the hundredth episode yeah, of the King of yes. podcast. Oh, oh, folks, thank you for all the support over the past couple of years. Um, we I, need to. I can't believe I'm at a hundred episodes. So, first of all, thank you to all the listeners, to my crew, to the Geek Say What Network. Um, thank you for giving me the platform and for putting up with my bullshit for a hundred episodes. <laughs> let's get a let's get a two claps and a woo. Woo! Let's go! Yes. <laughs> um, so for the hundredth episode, because uh, I've gotten to premiere Armenta and Boyd and Mike's uh, origin stories, uh, we decided to do mine, and we're gonna turn things around. I'm gonna let the boys interview me, and uh, nice. that, yeah, it got Not it got fucking fun. Easy, yeah. <laughs> Not easy. It got deep. It got, got deep. deep. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is probably like the deepest episode we've had, like, period. Yeah. Um, I got, yeah, I got more deep than I was expecting. Uh, but that just goes to show you how uh, much the, the guys here have learned. Uh, Boyd and Armenta did a fantastic job of running this interview. We got some questions um, for Mike, too. Yeah, yeah I got some questions from Mike, Mike did a too. Great job. Shout out. Um, so, yeah, guys, you, big, big thank you to you guys for sticking with me along for the journey and like uh obviously i'm very happy that you guys have grown as hosts as well um boyd where can they find you you can find me on that boyd 1989 on instagram and david boyd on facebook uh quick shout out to my la ruggers out there la rugby.com if you just want to come out drink um play some rugby learn a sport you didn't know also go out support this weekend for our usa rugby sevens team out there we got the fastest man in rugby carlin isles out there oh doing his shit thing. we won this thing last year let's bring it home again in vegas um life is good boys let's go yes armenta where can they find you you can find me at Superfan armenta on instagram and twitter you can find me at david armenta on facebook shout out to lupus orc donate to the cause and if you can please go out and donate platelets you can donate platelets every seven days up to 24 times a year or if you can please donate whole blood you could donate whole blood every 115 days a year and for all those dog lovers please adopt don't shop and you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. The Geek Offensive is on, is on all social media with the handle at Geek Offensive. Um, and uh, the Geek Offensive is part of the Geek Say What Network. So thank you to the network and JPG for providing a platform for my bullshit for 100 episodes. Um, sell my show better, JPG. But thank you. Love you. Motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you think we'd be at 100. Yeah, right? We're Just at 100. Just because it's 100 and it's a milestone doesn't mean I'm not going to be better you son yeah. of a bitch no i'm kidding um sort of <laughs> <laughs> uh but the the network has a plethora of other shows available as well we have ready set geek your starting line to geek culture hosted by alex cole jpg and anthony and we also have uh geek ko your trivia podcast hosted by justin madriaga and ish both shows are available now on google and apple podcasts or wherever you get your talking on the horizon, we have uh, DGIF, that's Diverse Geeks in Focus, hosted by Gemma Vidal and Alex, um, putting marginalized issues within the geek community under a microscope. Please look uh, for that one. I think it's going to be a great one. Uh, we also have RP Geek Allegories, hosted by JPG himself. Um, it's uh, bringing issues that matter to the table through Dungeons and Dragons and Cocaine Dragons. Cocaine according Dragons. To, Dragons. According to Nathan Schultz. Was on the cast. Sex robots. Who confirmed our suspicions? Yes. It's about cocaine dragons and robots. We don't know they're sex robots. Probably they might be. 
Probably. They should, if they want the show to be good. No one is Jason, so yeah. 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 So it's going to be good. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, both those shows are going to be on uh, out soon this year for sure. Uh, next up, we have a big shout out for our associate producers, Wayland Productions, for providing the space, the equipment, helping us sound great for 100 episodes. Um, please check out their website, uh, wayland.ws, and support their audio drama, Where Live Frontier, now available on Alpha. Finally, this show, oh, uh, the Bullet Club t-shirts are completely sold out, so we Ooh, revert back to <laughs> um, our original uh, apparel sponsor jordandene.com that's jordan d e n e.com she's a geek apparel sponsor out of brooklyn new york um she does shirts uh, geek accessories she helps you look geeky um and you'll look great so buy a shirt you heathens um and you don't forget to use the promo code geek say what and you'll get 20% off uh and i believe that's it guys it's been one hell of a ride Fucking thank a, you man. um this is uh, here's to our first hundred. Um, here's to another thousand. Yes. Let's and go. Fuck yeah, let's go. Just the beginning. Um, don't forget to check out r slash titty drop. And don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe to join the offensive. Cue my music. That's good. Also, like, let's get some perspective from you, like, seeing where you started from, and all that, and considering where you are now with um, sincere garbage, um, you know, fighting words, stuff like that. Like, let's hear some perspective from you. Yeah, it's like how do you feel? Man, how did my man the interview? Look at you yeah, showing up some skills. I'm, just, I'm trying. I mean, attention. That's it. Damn, bro. A that's bit, right? again. That's been watching TED Talk or be listening to TED Talk. I mean, my yeah. man. <laughs> the best thing about this is not only is Justin running and producing the show, but he's um, developing us. Oh yeah. As sound engineers, he's given us the opportunity to do this. So it's our responsibility to you. I feel. To do a good job, I appreciate that. Right, Thank that's you very how I much. feel about it. But yeah, let's just get back to that perspective. Yeah. How, well, do you, how do you feel? Well, first of all, cheers. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. First and foremost, yeah, we got a little, uh, a little goodie basket. Yeah, yeah. A little goodie basket. Shout out to Leticia. First yeah. super fan gift. Cheers. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, that Jack Daniel's Tennessee honey, my man. Ooh. Oh man. That oh, taste, my God. That tastes like engagement. Dave, yeah. I was going to say, I'm surprised you're still able to drink, Jack, because you guys downed a whole bottle, like a b- bottle and a half of, that huge bottle of uh, it wasn't Jack. wasn't a normal bottle. It was no, it was a like Costco. I'm was surprised, a Costco bottle. I'm surprised they didn't fuck up your like BMI challenge. No, it, like if anything, it, it helped. <laughs> I think it cleared I you out I for the next three days. Out. Like, I didn't eat for the next three days. so And everything that was in there was coming out. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh All right. God! So but where were we? Yes, perspective. So, seeing how you started, where mm-hmm. you started from, and now you, you've evolved into sincere garbage, um, uh, the fighting words, um, the interviews with the different guests, right? Mm-hmm. Just our, our personal interviews. Um, this is your turn. So mm-hmm. let's hear a little bit perspective from you, <laughs> how you feel on the state of you, the podcast, everything like that. Um, first of all, I'm 
the last person to give myself any sort of credit. I'm my, I'm the worst critic of my my worst self critic ever. Um, I uh, but to listen to one of my early episodes and to listen now, I oh man, I fucking cringe when I hear those oh, early I episodes. Imagine. I am like, okay, I I've actually been doing something right. Yeah. I've developed. I developed into a host. I. I actually found what the show should be about, and um, again, just blown away that I'm here, and then um, very thankful that I found you two and Mike, who, who couldn't be here yeah, today, Yeah, shout out to Mike. He's yeah, through some stuff right now. You got um, it, bro. We got you back. Yeah, we got you um, back, bro. You back. But yeah, to, to get to this point, I'm just blown away by um, how it's happened, how fast it's happened. I, I can't believe it's gone this much, and I, I think it's just over two years. Yeah. Considering like how rough the start was, but like I was saying before, when we started the show, it was um, hurdle after hurdle for me, and not just with um, the name, but like my my own personal life at the time. Which is funny considering how my personal life's going this week. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's kind of kind of ironic. Yeah, full, full circle on this circle. one, dude. But I'm in a much different place, so it's it's not quite the same. <laughs> Uh, what, yeah, when I started the show, um, it was only going to be monthly, okay. and all the Geek Say What shows were going to be on the same feed. So it's like one week it would be this show, one week it would be this show. Once in a while you'd see mine, and then it, you know, keep going with that. So each show was monthly. At that pretty point. much, yeah. Um, I think Ready Set Geek was twice. I think the other two shows were twice a month. Okay. Still, and then mine was monthly. Uh, just because I couldn't commit to the time, I had just moved back down here from San Francisco. Uh, that's my, a hell of a move. By yeah, the way. my yeah. schedule was rough because uh, well, we used to work at the same company. Yeah, today. right. Um, we used to, I used to work at this <laughs> casino. I used to work graveyard. Awesome. So it was awesome. Yeah, I, it was for you know, for what it was. For I, what it was, it paid well. It paid. Look, they paid way over minimum wage. Yes, way over minimum wage, and for a guy just out of college. I had to readjust being back down here from San Francisco, yeah. which I can only imagine what that was like for mm-hmm. you, with the cost of living, being in college, and then you're not in college all of a sudden, yeah, and now was... you're into the world, yeah. and that was a good welcome back, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the show, going back to like where I was when the show started, so I had all that going on, and... Um, I think I got like maybe four or five episodes in and then just personal life, everything just kind of hit the fan. Like I I had trouble keeping up with bills. I had uh, the issues with the name. Um, I want to say there was something with dating. I honestly can't remember. Probably. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Well, who doesn't have issues with dating life? Fuck, man. Yeah. I mean, Dave. What? Right, I mean, he's kind of he's winning that game right now. Uh, you're, if anything, you're my blueprint on how to do it right. Yeah. If, I, I, if I just end up with nothing, like no friends, no girl, no nothing, like it's like okay, I got to start at least where Dave is. It's like I got to handle my dating life like that. You know, I think just fate works in mysterious ways, bro. And you know, I I, I can't. I, it's unexplainable, but at the same time, I'm I'm enjoying the ride. Oh, so, hell yes. yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, um, don't, I don't want to take away from what we're talking about, Justin. But yeah, <laughs> no, no. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, th- I think what happened was um, um, things kind of coincided with um, me finding my job, me breaking, cutting out 
certain people in my life and then just kind of like restarting while I had just already restarted down here. Oh, of course. So that's when episode zero came out. So that's like the real start of Geek Offensive. That's mm-hmm. when we had the name. I think it's funny. The name was kind of a, like the first name Geeks of the Round was like, I really thought about it and really thought like, okay, I want it to be like a round table discussion. I want it to be a flow, free flowing discussion of geeks. So I really like put thought into the meaning of the name. Yeah. And it's funny, like that's the one that had we had to toss away and Geek Offensive was just kind of a filler like J- I think JPG threw it out like when we were just trying to come up with like geek something, geek something, yeah. and he threw it out. And I'm like, all right, that works. Yeah, that fucking cool. <laughs> right up your alley. Yeah, and then like that's that's where it, that's where the name came from. Yeah, I remember you guys did one episode. And I mean, you guys were recording outside of Jason's house. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I mean, I stuck with it obviously because super fan. But yeah, I, I remember that you guys were like that was your concept of getting everybody together in, in their own source of geek. Dumb, basically, yeah. and it was supposed to be uncensored too. Like my yeah. show was always supposed to be the uncensored one. Yeah, I remember. I'm not fucking, you know, bleeping out every swear. No, word. no there's no. Why look, yeah. yeah, this is a, and, a yeah. show of adults. Yeah, yeah. and right? and it's not that I lean on it, and it's not like I say you know the f word every other no sentence, but it's just like no, I'm not going to censor myself. You're going to get a real idea of who I actually am. People cuss. Going Everybody yeah. fucking cusses. Yeah, oh, for sure. You know? I, I, I understand, it. like, Everyone yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, like, we're a free show on the internet. We're not beholden to anyone. So, yeah. like, why the fuck would I care exactly. if I'm censored or not? Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to get, you know, every listener from the age of three on up. I'm not trying to get your elderly grandma it'd be cool if your grandma listened right yeah she can she can listen absolutely but you know i'm not trying to get everyone i'm trying to get you know that that 18 to like 35 demographic that's um younger trying to get into geek stuff um and that may not exactly fit your you know your your stereotype of one because the other shows in the network and a lot of other ones we talk to it's um it's very clear, like we're board game geeks, video game geeks, like stuff like that. I'm kind of, I'm mostly that. I'm like seventy percent that kind of geek, but I also have like a good percentage oh, of bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, so which is which is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. What 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 I've got from the show is that you're slowly but surely trying to bridge the gap. Is was that a goal of yours right off the top? Like, let, can I? Is there a way that I can figure out? I can take my geekdom. Mm-hmm. And smash it with my brodom, and figure out a, a way. Did you ever think about that? Is this it, like so, I'm bridging the gap here? So the bridging the gap thing, it didn't. Uh, I didn't think of it. It just kind of happened. Um, it started with the way I feel about being a geek or a nerd. And my feeling is, you can be a geek or nerd about anything. It doesn't have to be the traditional stuff like comics and movies and um, you know video games. Yeah, but. Uh, the way I felt was calling yourself a geek or a nerd was just with how interested you are in something. So if you're a giant um, MMA fan or a, a Dodgers fan, you can be a Dodgers nerd. Oh, hell You yeah. can be an MMA geek. Absolutely. Doesn't doesn't matter what it is. Car nerds, fitness nerds. That's why I've had like such a diverse like yeah uh, group of guests on. Uh, it started out very traditionally geeky, just because to be honest, I was still figuring out what the show was. Um, it just started out with me wanting to be kind of like a Joe Rogan, Chris Hardwick clone. Yeah. And I just wanted to like bring on someone and 
have an interesting conversation with them. Yeah, I don't know if we can say Chris Hardwork anymore, but yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> no, I've always at liked the, him. At the time, it's like... No, he was huge. Knew, yeah. yeah, he was huge. Yeah, no, and what he did was just like that, you know, I, I know is it's kind of taboo to talk about him now, but... You know, I can't kid myself. He did inspire me at that time. Yeah. No. You know, when I started podcasting. Yeah. Cool. He was a big uh, proponent, I feel like, for you guys. Because, I mean, for your show. Because I love the fact that when you started the show and how we go about, still going about starting the show, we don't ask, like, okay, we're go- we're on. No. You just free flow. Yeah. And exactly. that's the basis of the show. And it's amazing. Off the top of the yeah. dome. So, uh, kind of piggybacking on that. Have you have you found that you are having any issues separating your brodom? from your geekdom was there any issues while doing the show with that as far as that line because you dude you have friends that play in the nfl Mm -hmm. you have friends that are you know high level attorneys for the nfl Mm -hmm. right you you have all that uh and if those guys walk into a bar they don't have to buy a drink you know and if they do you know they have the money to do it right so you have like ultimate bro and then you have to like deal with your geekdom is there any point do you have you find an issue separating the two? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think I, it's necessarily that I have to separate it. Maybe just the different hobbies themselves. Yeah. Me being a geek and being super interested in something. Yeah. Of no, I, I don't have to separate that at all. And I think I lucked out because the guys you mentioned. Um, sorry if I'm outing you guys, but like they're all giant nerds as well. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I I remember uh, Ryan Khalil who now plays for the um, the Carolina Panthers. Are oh, you just yeah. retired? Yeah. Um, well, shout out to Ryan. Yeah, yes. shout out to Ryan. He and just a re- yeah. fantastic career. Yeah, yeah fantastic, fantastic career. Fantastic um, career. That whole family. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, that whole Jeez. family. <laughs> um, I, I remember, like, after school, he'd be walking around in a Darth Maul t shirt. Yeah. Like, he's a giant nerd. And who's going to say anything to him, right? Yeah. Like, who's going to say anything uh, to the, any of the Khalils? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And Star my, Wars sucks. Oh, really? Yeah. Tell and me then, about yeah. it. Yeah. And then my buddy Sean, who's the, the attorney you're talking about, um, He's, excuse me, he's, uh, I mean, I grew up with the guy since, I've grown up with the guy since preschool, and he's a, he fucking reads more comic books than I do. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been lucky in that fact that I've always sort of been around those guys who are bros for the most part, but they have that one thing that's like, no, I nerd about yeah, this no, stuff too. Um, and yeah, I just, uh, I always found that like, they could be super int- the way they would talk about um comics or star wars or whatever it would be almost with the same passion intensity they would talk about like football yeah of course uh knowing the details knowing important people and uh knowing stories years all that stuff like you could you could easily do that with star wars oh yeah or with any other name other nerdy property here you know yeah absolutely uh you 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 can you can incorporate that knowledge and you know the way you retain it towards like a D game yeah. or a board game another board game or, and a lot of the guys yeah. that are good at, from my understanding because i really don't play i've partaken maybe once or twice with jason jpg mm-hmm. um but from my understanding the guys that are successful are the guys that know the little things yeah about that are really like if i make this move and get this roll of the dice I, I'm gonna. This situation is gonna work out for me. Yeah, they're, they're right? into it so much that they take the time to learn those little details. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that kind of passion or intensity, like you, I see that across all sorts of different hobbies. Yeah, I, I never. As I got older, I just kind of like grew under, grew to understand that it's like it's not exclusive to what I'm into. Yeah. It's not exclusive to like 
you know, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You know, it can go into other things. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so going off the so, uh, my next thing for you is I, you're very much self-taught, self-taught in this whole game. I mean, let, which game? Uh, yeah. This whole podcasting. <laughs> yeah, right? Okay. You're very self-taught and very um, hands-on, and you know, you you learn lessons. So let's go in a little bit of like, what what are some of the lessons you learned putting this podcast together? Producing this thing, getting us assholes together uh, <laughs> a couple times a month, you know, just coordinating everything. What are some of the lessons that you've learned and you maybe you can pass on? Well, oh man, and being self-taught. Well, right? if I can interject, like uh, from remembering, you started as a producer for Ready Set Geek. You know, you you were the Anthony. Sorry, Anthony, but you were yeah, the Anthony, yeah. and then you know you got your own show. So, what made you get into the podcast realm for that? You know, yeah. for Ready Set Geek with Jason or uh, Alex's show. Uh, I was actually on uh, another podcast before. Oh, that's right. Justin's was, apartment. Yeah. I, it, I've used it for a few lost okay. episodes. Here. Yeah. Um, so it was actually my buddy Anthony out in, uh, Anthony Rivera in uh, uh, Northern California. He lives out in, uh, was it Benicia now? Anyway. Um, actually, Dave, in the meantime, could you turn off the, the air real quick? Yeah. 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 Um, feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, I. My buddy Anthony Rivera, who's been a guest on this show a few times, um, he's the one that got me into podcasting. Okay. Um, so basically, when um, he he's the one that kind of int- he introduced me to a lot of stuff, to be honest. Um, but anyway, he's the one that kind of introduced me to the Nerdist podcast. Like, start listening to this. Like, okay. you might like it. And you know, when you live out in San Francisco, you're not driving; you're taking public transportation. So no. I had plenty of time to listen to podcasts. So what I found um, interesting about the the format was just that oh they're they're getting like like I I have this kind of dislike of like those interviews you see in like for Access Hollywood or oh, E yeah. or any of those because they're very fake and not not because like the person's trying to be fake it's just like oh you're here because you're promoting something yeah you're. Like, tell us this funny anecdote. When's the date of your thing coming out? Bye, see you later. It was always like that. Like, yeah. to me, like, interview, it, it doesn't tell me anything interesting that I want to know. Like, if I need to know their premiere date for their movie, I can look that up. Absolutely. You know, I, I want to know about them. Yeah. So, with podcasts, uh, especially like the Nerdist and Joe Rogan, they would bring on people that, um, like comedians normally, that I found, like, interesting. And then getting to hear them outside of their roles as a comedian, outside of their stand-up, it was just kind of, like, interesting to hear them. Like, you actually got to know them as a person a little bit. Yeah. And those interviews I found to be much more effective just because, you know, the the person they were interviewing wasn't on. Yeah. It was just a conversation. It was just them getting along. Um, and uh, the, the, the host actually just wanting to learn and, like, being... Um, naturally curious and fostering that yeah of course that's huge man i mean seeing what you do all the time and how much effort you put in even being a working professional dude kudos to you man <laughs> that is that's got to be a hard thing to, to manage and do considering i mean you're not the founder or the ceo you're just kind of you almost you work with jason a lot with yeah. a lot of things and you you guys shoot you know just like we all do we challenge yeah. each other to make each other better yeah right so how is jason helped you through this process i think our own jpg yeah i think because we grew up together like i for the most part i do keep it professional but i do take advantage of our relationship sometimes just because it's like 
I, w- I say stuff to him I would never say to anyone oh, else in a professional meeting ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would n- <laughs> Do you ever feel like sometimes he may shoot some shit down just to get back at you for some, for some shit? Oh, yeah, totally. Like five years old? <laughs> oh, man. So, funny story. I just oh, listened to it. his interview on the sartorial geek with Jordan Dene. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah. I heard that one, too. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, I heard the way he sold our show, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he was like very hesitant. And he was just oh, like, and you have a third show. It's like, and he goes, well, and I'm like, you can't start a pitch with you. Well, I'm like, you, you son of a you bitch, short son of a bitch. <laughs> fuck you, Jason. Oh, but I love you. So yeah. yeah, he's in. He's uh, he's out of town right now. So fuck yeah, that so motherfucker. Fuck, no, he's out of the country. Oh yeah, he's out he's of the country. He's off the continent. Oh, yeah. that's right. We gotta go fuck with his yard. Yeah, yeah. Okay. at least right. <laughs> at least once. Or, or Evie, one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like, so the, we should I, switch the dogs. Oh, dude. Switch Evie with a different dog. Yeah, like the same. Dog, dog, but a different dog. Kind of like Scrubs. Yeah. When they were trying to figure out the uh, the dog situation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. Remember that? Oh what fuck. You notice? Oh um, man. Alex would. I guarantee. Alex, Alex would. would. I don't think Jason would. No. Oh, for sure. Uh, I'm, so, <laughs> who are building this podcast and building thing or building on um, from uh, Geeks Around and stuff? Who are some people that you listen to or that you? Kind of, you mentioned Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. guys like that. Who are some people that you look to for some, uh, you know, just getting ideas about how you wanted this to go, being uncensored, being raw like we always are? Yeah. Who are some of those guys? Um, well, it's a lot of comedians, but the, this one guy, um, do you guys remember that channel, uh, G4? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this one host named Kevin Pereira, he was like a good, um, like goal goal post for me like he was just like he was kind of that right balance of like nerdy and broy because he's a giant nerd but he's not like again you again going back to that old stereotype of a nerd like a very yeah. timid like weak kind of like he's not like that at pocket all. protector yeah, yeah. And he's Fucking, very raw yeah. and forward and likes to joke around with his guests and kind of that same format uh how did this get made obviously he's a big influence on the show considering one of our segments now. i love yeah. uh yeah. jason masukas and um god the other guys the host paul Shear. paul Shear. god damn they're yeah. so good um yeah the three of them are good like uh, jason manzuk is pro- like a personal favorite of mine oh too. dude uh, <laughs> um and uh again uh, I, th- I think brendan schaub and brian callen another one T-Fat again, K. yeah speaking uh, of Bre- that you had their shirt on yeah, yeah. Eskimo Bros. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, because it's, it's cold out and they're brothers. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, all, that's, that's all it is. Yeah, that's the only meaning. If you want to find out, Google it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but Shab especially just because he was kind of not that I was in the same leagues as him, but like he was kind of on this set track his whole life, and then it doesn't end up the way he expects it to. In no. fact, it, it ends pretty bad for him, and then he to the point where his friend, one of his best friends, on on the air tells him like you've got to retire um getting his fucking ass exactly yeah. so it, it goes one way and then he doesn't know what he's gonna do and he just goes into this new thing which happens to be podcasting and comedy and fucking like turns his life around like he get he jumps on a different track you yeah. know he just started and he's like a huge success yeah so like that's a huge um inspiration to me because i kind of feel the same way i was kind of put on this whole like academic track my whole life like i'm supposed to be a smart good kid and then blah, i don't happened? i don't know what happened exactly <laughs> what happened? It, it took me a lot longer to figure out yeah. uh what to do and get my life together but it's finally come together now thank yeah. god <laughs> yeah bro so on a scale from like one to ten how disappointing are your parents that you're not a doctor 
or a nurse <laughs> or something like that. Oh, they don't even look at me in the eye anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving that's, on. It, that's not it's my son. That's, just, that's <laughs> Justin right you're, there. Yeah, <laughs> you're a doctor, a lawyer, or a disgrace to the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty those much Those were your it. only that's, shots. Yeah, those were yeah. my only options, and I was like, mm, I'm not going to do any of that. what happened? <laughs> well, <laughs> what happened? Like, He's so, a doctor of podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're definitely, but like, so why didn't you- like pick that traditional field for the Asian male in America, right? Uh-huh. And the pressure from your family and what pushed you or or just said, maybe this isn't for me, right? Why are you here producing oh, this show? There was always pushback growing up. Yeah. So like my mom always tried to do those things. Like she'd put me in piano lessons and tennis lessons. Yeah. Like, like if she put me in a sport, it was like a preppy sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, of course. So that like well, you wouldn't she, get hurt. She pushed. <laughs> yeah. Well, that well mainly it was just like I, I didn't really take to it. No. It was just like, oh, did you like it? I'm like, eh. sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, um, I didn't really get into it. Um, yeah. I always had an inclination for like drawing and art, but they never oh. really, they never really fostered that. Like okay. they would like get me like a sketchbook once in a while, but that was about it. That's very interesting. Which I is no again, idea. Yeah, yeah. Which is again like more than a lot of people get, but it was just kind of like. This whole time I was, they were trying to force me into this one thing and like I just wasn't a fit for yeah. it. But jumping forward, did that get you into, because you started getting into architect, right? Correct? So even that was kind of a compromise. Oh, okay. Oh. And by the way, kids, if you're about to go to college, don't let your major be a compromise <laughs> on anything. <laughs> yes. Make sure it's what you want to do or at least related to something you might want to do. Um and we can get into my thoughts on college in general later, but um, architecture was uh, so. Um, so throughout high school, I went to like a really good high school, um, had a really good GPA. I was a yeah. really good student, uh, student athlete, all that stuff. So like all the stuff, you know, Asian parents can brag to other Asian parents about. It's like, yeah. oh, he's you know, he he's getting A's. He he just got into this college. He's you know he's playing sports too. He can he can do all this stuff. And I've always felt like that's what Asian parents want. They just want to be able to brag <laughs> yeah, about right. their kid. That's they don't right. care how. They just want to be able to brag. That's it. <laughs> like I, I just, our, our, um, what's his name? Uh, um, Ken. Uh, Ken Jong. Ken Jong. Right. Yeah. He has a stand up on Netflix and I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's hilarious. Oh, right. It. Okay. And it's all about like how his dad was like um, when he decided because he was a, a a doctor, a legit doctor. Right, and when he did made the decision to go from being a doctor to an actor, his dad was literally like, "Oh, what the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> and then, and then yep. out of nowhere, um, you know, as soon as he got his role in the Hangover, and he's fucking this huge star, his dad is like, "Oh, I'm so proud of you, son." <laughs> That's right? pretty much what happened to me. Like yeah. when, well, you know, spoiler, I got I got, just got laid off a couple of days ago, ah. but I had. My dream job for oh, a while. Oh man, and um, you were killing it, man. Yeah. yeah. So now, like, yeah, it 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 was like a cost cutting thing because the company was just not doing well overall. There's nothing I could do. No, no. Um, so yeah, so when I got the job at Heineken, yeah, which is uh, yeah, I can talk about that now. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so when I got the job at Heineken, like all that stuff about them questioning about what I was doing with my <laughs> life, it just magically went away. Went away. Yeah. And it was just like, oh yeah, you're doing great, good job. So I'm like, we're so proud of you. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? what? Hold what? it. I've been waiting for this for <laughs> thirty something years. Exactly. <laughs> my dad and called me son. Sudden, yeah, right. <laughs> You've never called me son. <laughs> um, You've never touched me. Exactly. <laughs> 
Fucking give you a hug. Got a handshake <laughs> on my birthday. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was funny because here's the funny thing. Like, oddly enough, with my parents, they've always wanted me to like wait to have a family, and I've always that's the one thing I've always agreed with. Um, wait to have a family, and then there was this period like when I moved back down here when I was still working for the casino. Yeah. They had like kind of like changed their minds. I'm like, you're not working. I'm like, so Justin, all the questions started of like, so are you gonna have uh, kids or oh, a wife anytime shit. soon? I was just like, oh, they must what? be desperate <laughs> if they want me to have kids now. What yeah, the that's fuck? Something. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> they want something. Yeah, yeah. anything. Yeah. yeah, they can at least brag about a baby. Like, you yeah. know? <laughs> well, my son's not doing much, but he has a child. Yeah, yeah he's like got... he can, he can, he can procreate. Yeah, yeah. there you he's go. Like, nothing else. He's fertile. Right? <laughs> the line's continuing. We're, we're good. Yeah. We are good. Yeah. Oh, I think I got off track. Well, architecture. That. Um, yeah, I, I picked it in short just because it was a compromise. I wanted to do something art-related, and they, again, wanted doctor, lawyer, engineer, something yeah. like that. So I'm like, all right, architecture's in the middle. I can do that. And they, they did. They did, you know, brag about it's like, oh, they could say my son's studying architecture it's huge yeah um but that didn't work out no so and and to be honest like, just, I, so I picked, what happened with that well the, to be honest i picked the program i went to i went to university of san francisco awesome architecture program um, right no it was brand new when i started oh wow okay yeah so i was the fir- one of the first people in the first class that's awesome. of their program yeah which is good and bad it's cool to say yeah but you're a guinea pig yeah so that's the problem, and it wasn't uh, accredited yet. Mm. I think it might be now. So someone will correct me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I was I picked that program in particular one because it was one of the schools that you know I actually got into that had a program, and then two, it was far enough away from home that like I could actually be on my own for a bit. I, yeah. I was a pretty sheltered kid. So I was finally on my own, and they had a study abroad thing built into it. Oh, that's, oh, that's awesome. awesome! Yeah, so it wasn't gonna. Co- I mean, it was already expensive, but it was like it wasn't gonna cost any more. Yeah, and I know you said this before, but there's also too like you felt comfort because San Francisco State, right? No, University of San. Francisco. I'm sorry, University of San, uh, San Francisco was you said highly predominant uh, Filipinos, correct? Yeah, which oddly enough, uh, it was comforting, but also new at the same time because yeah. I grew up down here, and again the schools I went to with all whites, Catholic schools with yeah. whites, yeah. Well, let's, white let's Me- be honest. Well, white, <laughs> mostly white, and then a lot of Mexican. Oh, too. okay, cool. So yeah. like, I mean, yeah, this we're here. Room, yeah, we're, yeah, you're here. We're the, we're well, the yeah, Irish we're, Catholic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Catholic. I mean, that's why you're so comfortable. That's yeah. why you're so comfortable right yeah. now. Uh, <laughs> Oddly enough, Sean, one of my best friends, he is half white, half Mexican. So. Oh, he's both. Perfect. Yeah, he See? checks both. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that just checks all the boxes. Yeah. Let's I just, go. I actually didn't notice that pattern till right fucking now. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> nice. Best, best of both worlds, nice. I guess. Um, <laughs> oh God, where was? I? Oh yeah, yeah. So it was, um, it was comforting and new to me yeah. because. Um, Oddly enough, I didn't learn a lot about my culture living out here. I was, obviously, my parents are both busy working. They're not going to yeah. teach me every. They don't have time to teach me every fucking tradition. Um, but going there, I had like, oh, I have a ton of Filipino friends out here. Yeah. Like it's we. It's it was weird but nice because it's like they could finally get that other part of me. I couldn't relate with anyone. Yeah. Um, like things were close, you know, with um, especially with like Mexican friends who have like some of the certain 
similar Catholic traditions. Yeah. Like we could relate on those types of things, but I, I, I had very few like Filipino friends down here outside of like Jason's. Yeah, and Matt. of course. But that's more family than exactly. friends, and you 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 relate to family differently than than you do exactly. friends, and some friends become family. All yeah. stuff is is kind of weird, but. Yeah. Um, and it was also a weird dynamic too because now I had this fear of like, am I Filipino enough for oh, that? Ooh. Really? Because it's like, oh, I grew up like, again, around yeah. white kids and Mexican kids. Yeah. Like that's yeah. like, I didn't know a lot of things. I, I can't even do a Filipino accent. Yeah. That's Did a you, funny thing. Yeah. I mean, like, you, if, if I have just heard your voice, I would just think you're white. <laughs> Long yeah. hair, blue yeah. eyes, yeah. ready to go. I mean, so did you find it hard? It was so in college, right? You're there. Um, what kind of college person were you? Like, were you a party animal? Did you were you did you remain studious? Did you just so? How did that go for you? That whole college experience it for was. You? Uh, it was like a like a slow transformation. The first two years, I pretty much stayed. Uh, I was definitely more outgoing. Okay. I was building confidence that way. I didn't have much confidence, like, socially. Okay. So those first two years, yeah, I was definitely building that up. I still, I didn't have a drink until I was 21. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice, yeah. man. Um, Saving some years on the lift. Yeah, I was yeah, going right. to say. <laughs> My man. <laughs> um, yeah, oddly enough, like, I actually waited on that, but I was much more socially active. I... Uh, I never stayed in my room much. Did you okay. join any clubs you know? or anything like uh, that? I was in everything. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. So everything from the stuff in the actual dorm, like the the residence hall association, oh, okay. to I joined a fraternity. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, wow. I was nice. in like- You're uh, a fucking frat boy? Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> did I never tell you that? No, we did not, no, we did not know that. Yeah. So, you don't have the like Omega tattoo or no, like no. the brand or- It's a like, very different fraternity. Yeah, exactly. Like, Do you still have like a brotherhood with those guys or- With a few of them, yeah. Nice. I, the, the guy that I went to- um, you guys remember I went to Spain last year for yeah. my buddy's wedding. Yeah. He, he's in that fraternity. Oh, okay. Fucking yeah. awesome. Um, so I went, I was part of this local fraternity. It wasn't a national one. Yeah. So that's why we didn't have those like crazy traditions or we yeah. didn't have a house or anything. It was a local one that was homegrown there. It was only a few years old when I joined. Perfect. Um, so I joined that. And uh, again, like I said, keep some of the friends there. So I joined that. I joined this other. It, it's technically called a fraternity, but it's like a it's more like a Greek organization with letters. Okay, a Greek a club that has like Greek letters. Okay, so it's called Alpha Phi Omega. That's a national one. Nice, but it's it's not like a fraternity fraternity. What yeah. you think of? It's like yeah. a co-ed one. It's co-ed. Oh, oh so, perfect. Yeah, that sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. That actually, that actually sounds actually, better. Now anything, about it, right? anything with co-ed sounds like, great to me. You're telling me yeah. I have to so, banked by a bunch of dudes. Yeah. I can just go co-ed. Yeah. yeah exactly. So I, I was in awesome. both of those at the same time. Okay. Like the Greek system there was really loose, so they just let you do whatever you want. So okay. I'm like, awesome. cool. I'm making friends in both. I'll do that. I was in uh, Kasamahan, which was like their Filipino cultural club. So it, it was a chance for me to learn more about that i know i was in like a couple of other things but for the life of me i can't, can't remember fucking remember it's like year, forever ago right yeah i mean i went to college god i'm out of my age again i'm 34 i went to college when i was 18 yeah. so like <laughs> that yeah. was what 2003 four Fuck. Yeah, yeah 2003 um so that was for that was a lifetime ago yeah 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 it feels like it right yeah i was like right behind you too so i mean i i feel the same way but yeah but out there i was in fucking everything and then even uh within the architecture program like one of my best friends was super outgoing and yeah. like we would always like explore the city and stuff like that so so let's touch a little bit on justin here out you keep saying outgoing 
I really want to break into that word for you, man. Like I like we know you as the 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 gentle giant, the gentleman. Mm-hmm. Don't kiss and tell. You'll get fucked up, but within a reasonable, right? You gotta <laughs> remain reasonable. Yeah. Like I want to know, dude. Did it like? Did we go full on orgy in in college, or did no, we just no. like? Like I just really want to know. There like outgoing college free. sweetheart or yeah, was there, was there just, anything in particular see, again i didn't have one till i was 21 wow, wow. I a girlfriend till i was 21 wow. and you're well big, it's kind of hard to with like yeah. going to survive all boys school you yeah. know well here's the thing about that uh-huh is like you got two types you got guys like me uh-huh or you guys who really took advantage of going to Servite because yeah. rosary, they could, right? They could date a girl at Rosary. They could date a girl at Orange High. They could date a girl at El Medina, and they would never see each other. Oh, oh that's dude. right. Yeah, you had plenty of those guys. I feel like I would have been that guy. Exactly. Taught them the I'd, multitask, right? Yeah. I, like I would just totally like where you didn't drink till you were twenty-one. I started drinking at twelve. <laughs> like just different kind of shit I did, and like I'm just really trying to break into. Justin right now like mm-hmm. I want to know uh, so no, none of that in college none of the, well, the I, traditional oh, no, like, no, I mean when, once I started drinking oh, okay. everyone was like oh my oh, god let's take a shot with Justin right and like yeah. that's when I found out like I could drink everyone under the table oh, fucking again, a again I had a fresh liver and I was a yeah. bigger guy since yeah and yeah. everybody like oh that was the other thing too when you go to school with like a lot of Filipinos like you're the like, big, I'm tall for Filipinos yeah you know you yeah you're, <laughs> you're one of you're, the biggest Filipinos I, I know <laughs> yeah and like yeah so when I went there I'm like Oh, I'm like tall here. Yeah, at Servite, I was like, I was just average height. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's fucking athletes all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, it's a private it's, school. Yeah, private Catholic, sports school. school yeah, yeah. It's, um, but yeah, um, God, where was I going? Oh yeah, so like yeah, when they found out I was started drinking, when I came back from, it was funny. I turned 21, drank with like Jason Mann, a few of our other close yeah. friends here at the time. Like literally a week later, I'm off to Europe for study abroad. Oh, oh yes. fuck yeah! Talk and about timing. Yeah. yeah. And it, well, one, it was just like the 21 thing doesn't matter there, but at least I'm already drinking. You, yeah, you got a yeah, you got you your started. feet under you. Yeah. Oh man, I I'm surprised I'm alive. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to fucking Europe. I was just like, what the fuck am I doing? Gorge- yeah, gorgeous so, women. Yeah. I mean. I'm 21 when I'm going. Yeah, out you're there. 21. Nice. So you're going into your senior year of college. Uh, right? Junior year. Your junior year of college. Yeah. You're heading out there. You've grown a little bit. Mm-hmm. How the fuck was Europe for you, man? Europe, uh, Europe was amazing. It was yeah. very eye-opening. That's when kind of like I loosened up. You'd yeah. say like that was just like okay. It was like a crash course in that because again, I was still um, again more outgoing, more social. Yeah, but I was still very like conservative yeah. and reserved. Um, but yeah, Europe was. Uh, I-, I thought living in San Francisco was like. A big opening up for me yeah but like europe kind of and i was only there for five months but europe kind of like put Dude. that on like That's yeah it was a like time whole another world. and we're back i had to stop for a beer yes. uh <laughs> <laughs> yes. and i may be feeling those shots now cheers, cheers 100 episode way. we can do what the fuck we yeah, want whatever we want. yeah just not another white wine hey, extravaganza i gotta we, yeah, right. later i gotta know, <laughs> we've gotten to a hundred i feel like we're we are, we know what we're doing oh yeah 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 we made it this far. Yeah. yeah. Right, and really, so. the only real catastrophe was JPG. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> so we can just blame him. I really want to do another white wine. Oh, white wine so do I. Everyone I who's that. listened to it says, like, you, you've got to, like, give that another shot. Like, yeah. your buddy that we were talking to at, not at Eddie, uh, Andrew? No. The one that was grilling at the... the oh, uh, Eddie. Eddie. Yeah, he was like, you guys should just do that. Yeah, like, maybe, again. Like, maybe <laughs> not box, but, like, bottles. Yeah. We'll do it again. Yeah. yeah. All right, we'll try it again.
right. So, <laughs> let's get back into this whole new world. 21-year-old Justin, you're coming off of being home at 21, drinking with your friends, and then, boom, you're off to Europe. Yep. Where are we at there? So yeah, what, I, what, what part? I'm sorry. What part are we in Europe? I studied abroad in uh, Budapest, Hungary. Oh wow! So Central Ooh. Europe. Wow. And uh, that was a good choice for me, just because I would never choose to go there. No, like of if it had been in like Spain or Italy, Germany, like I would, I'd go there like now. Yeah. But uh, at the time, it was a country that like I didn't know a lot about it. Um, so I was just like, you know what? I need to start going to more places that are out of my comfort zone like wh- where am i going to get like the most out of my travel and this place is central in case you've never heard of the country or never looked it up but it's a, it's a smaller central european country literally like right dead center yeah uh, in literally in europe and you can yeah, yeah. it's isn't istanbul half in asia half in europe yeah you can actually fly to like as far out as there yeah like very easily so you can from uh budapest you can just travel everywhere super easily yeah like i even went to like greece at some point during that yeah. semester so so you're just like so you're in in a part of the world where two where asian culture and european culture are smashing together literally not 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 so much asian culture there was oddly enough a chinese population there i was very yeah, surprised to see right? that <laughs> so i mean just based on my basic knowledge of geography so you're, so you're, so you're coming out of your based bubble. on this map yeah, i based, saw a place yeah, at denny's. Right, that I, yeah that, that i colored at denny's right so fucking uh, flat earther right right <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. You nailed it. But so we got fresh Jason, got a brand new liver, just started drinking. Justin. Ha- or Justin. Sorry, what did I say? By Jason? the way, that's a common it mistake is. with sorry. both of us. Oh, yeah. Everyone does Sorry, that. not sorry. Yeah. Everyone does. But I mean, Even though, like, we all at know. Le- at least four feet separate yeah. the two of you. Yeah. At least four feet. Yeah. But the hands are the same. Yeah, the hands, yeah, are, that's the what's hands are the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. Jason's going to have shoulder problems later. Oh, for oh, like, sure. Like, Fuck they're dude. just going to be separated from weighing him down. <laughs> so, anyway. You're, you're doing all this. How does that go? So, the whole whole new world thing. Yeah. Right? So, you're all of a sudden, you're thrust into this place by choice. Mm-hmm. How did that go for you? So, I went with uh, my architecture program and, like, a few other people as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, a good, like, a, it was, like, 20 and 20. Like, 20 architect, architecture kids. Not even 20. I mean, like 15 architecture people and like 20 other uh, random USF students. So I'd gone from childhood, middle school, high school. I was like one of the few Asian people, but like my culture was still accessible to college where it's all over the place. Michael, yeah. To I'm the Asian guy for miles. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like you've got, and when I say Chinese, there's a Chinese population there. I'm talking about like maybe one or two Chinese restaurants there oh, that nice. had, like, a Chinese person working there. <laughs> hey, oh, Chinese fuck. Person. Yeah. Just uh, to keep it authentic? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> By the way, weirdest thing to see a Chinese person speak Hungarian. You're like, whoa. Yeah, right? <laughs> just, just, like, and there's, a, like, a, a huge population of the world that are look Asian, but they speak Russian. Yeah. Because of the Soviets, yeah. the way they expanded and oh, everything. Yeah. So it's just like, so how was that for you? So just dealing with all that, like everyone's um, speaking well, side English. Side note, there's a Chinese food restaurant in LA and all the women speak Spanish. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Anyway. We're going after this. Um, <laughs> um, so part of it was like, I did get some weird looks because like I'm Asian, but I'm not the Asian they're used to seeing. Yeah. 
And then, um, but some people like um, most of the people that are super nice. Yeah, um, very pleasant, especially like the younger generation because pretty much everyone like thirty five and, and younger, like they all spoke English too. Yeah, so yeah. it was very easy to get around. Um, I only had to like, like know a few key phrases just to like navigate the city. Do you remember any of them? Uh, the most important one was Beselangolo, which means do you speak English? Oh, yeah. Oh, That's oh, it. Nice. And that then just I, flowed right off your Yeah, tongue. I did. Yeah, and then I don't... I remember the toast. Yeah. So I have to break it down because it's, it's like one really long word. Okay. And it's weird to say. So it's... You guys can do it with me. It's, yeah. It's... Just repeat after me. Uh-huh. Ege, 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 shege, shege, dre. dre. So you ege, shege, dre. Ege, ege shege, shege, dre. Yeah. I just know Nestorovia. That's Russian. <laughs> the, like, my biggest thing when I was overseas was learning how to order a beer. Oh. Oh, that's one. I yeah. know I knew that at one point. So in, in, in so I was in Germany for two years. Ein Hefeweizen bitte. Oh. That's it. One Hefeweizen, please. Please. Okay. That's, well, that's good to know. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah that, that's the only thing I remember. Hmm. That's the only thing yeah, I remember. I think I knew some version of that, like a beer plate or yeah. something like that. Or, um, God, what was their beer called? It was called Dre Hair. So that we would drink everywhere. Uh, was it good? It's all right. Yeah. Um, was Did it, like a, it was like a better, like a better Corona. Oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. And then there, it's like it's from there, so it's like fresh. Yeah. Um, actually, yeah, I remember having my first beer, and it was a Stella. Okay. I hated it. Yeah. So I went right to hard liquor after <laughs> yes, that. Yes. <laughs> Always. Uh, and it was pretty much always like vodka and some type of soda. Yeah. For a while, and then I started finding that's uh, again since I next knew next to nothing about alcohol. Yeah. Um, which is funny now considering. Right. Um, considering what you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so that's when I kind of found out like, oh, this is what kind of drink I like, and this is what I'm willing to try and like oh this is what i can handle um i actually i also like smoked all that semester too oh yeah like smoked was, like cigarettes oh yeah wow. wow i was a smoker that semester too like is it was um you stereotypical filipino uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that, and that was the thing too it was just so socially accepted there yeah like they looked at you weird if you didn't it's a social thing in yeah. other parts of the world yeah right like so you meet up and just it, you're having drinks and then all of a sudden everyone takes a smoke break mm-hmm. and you're like i'm gonna go talk to everyone yeah. i'm yeah. gonna be part of this group so mm-hmm. i'm gonna start smoking how are their cigarettes um i mean i was a paul mall guy oh um, i like it I but like it, it's it. funny their cigarettes all their cigarettes the warnings are so much more direct yeah you it's will like, die th- these will kill you Ooh. like they, they would literally say that <laughs> oh that's so and i'm good. like here's my money yeah. <laughs> good luck yeah good luck. <laughs> if he dies he, he dies, dies. <laughs> yeah and like oddly enough like i knew how to i got to that like custom smoking easily only because like I saw my dad do it so much when I was a kid he eventually quit when I was like really young I want to say like by like second grade he'd fully quit that was the thing with my dad like he just I think before I was born he was he had the reputation of a party animal and then like I guess once he had me he I never I've I've seen him take him one I've seen him take one drink his entire life yeah that's wow. it. Wow. You changed then, his life, bro. And then I saw him quit you saved smoking. his life. Yeah. No, that too, yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, like, so, and you're an only child, right? Yes. Yeah, you're only, so how was that 
growing up, um, and you obviously had Jason, Matt to kind of lean mm-hmm. on, but growing up as an only child in a Filipino home, mm-hmm. um, traditional Filipino, yeah, right, Catholic, as far as like Catholic and mm-hmm. tra- chasing the American dream as we all know it to be. Um, how is that? Just like having no one to share this geekdom or brodom with? Did you rely on your friends or you, how did um, this all go? Again, I was like a sheltered kid, so you, you kind of. It's kind of a weird skill to have. It's like I'm used to being alone. Yeah. So, like, I'm not uncomfortable. Like, if you leave me alone, like, for a while, if I don't see it, I'm like, I'm not going to go nuts. Yeah. I'm not going to get, like, all weird about it. Um, Which is but a you common kind of, trait, though, in this in this lifetime now. It's really hard to be by yourself sometimes. Yeah. 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 Um, Absolutely. But, yeah, so I, I, it got real easy for me to do that. But I was always find my ways to, like, have my own fun and then um i think it kind of fostered my drawing habit because it's like i would just because i'd have time to like think of stuff in my head and i would just put it on paper um and uh yeah again i'm getting only kids so they spoiled me rotten yeah (laughs) um so i mean i had a bunch of toys and like just, just basically just they got me stuff to like keep me occupied yeah just because um i had one of those households where like my my mom would work days. My dad would work nights. Okay. And my dad would work graveyard. So they'd switch off. So, ooh. Very rarely I would see them both at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so going off that, you mentioned that your drawings, right? Mm-hmm. You mentioned it multiple times now. Yeah. Do you feel that podcasting and, and putting stuff together and planning all this out kind of feeds that artistic part of you that you didn't have before? Like, is this an outlet now? Oh, absolutely. For that? Uh, absolutely. So the podcasting is um, definitely scratches my like artistic itch, I guess, or creative itch yeah. rather. Because um, the the drawing, like, I I, I really do want to go back to doing that more often. But you you got to put time into it to get. You kind of have to get in a rhythm. Yeah, absolutely. with it to like again be proficient at it. Yeah. Um, but the, the podcasting, it's like different kind of art, different type of creativity that goes along with it. So uh, it does scratch that itch. Th- this is kind of like my outlet for that. Awesome, man. I mean, you're doing a great job. Hell yeah, bro. You, like, we, we, I could never tell. Like When I found out that you're very self-taught on this from JPG and stuff, that I, I had no idea. I thought you went to school for some of this shit. No. Right? <laughs> and like that, it's just super impressive to see how you're doing and then to learn that you were artistically inclined younger but just didn't have an outlet you weren't given an outlet that you enjoyed i mean who enjoys playing fucking piano <laughs> right i mean it just i didn't yeah, yeah. right <laughs> so it wasn't your outlet mozart there. right nah. <laughs> i'm sure he was cool yeah, I was, yeah uh, not my thing yeah. probably a cool Oddly dude enough music has just never been my thing yeah it's really just weird just no music like if we had if i had like a stat sheet like a D thing yeah. Like, um, I'd have like pretty good stats on most things, but music would be like a zero. Let's break that down. Yeah. What w- What is your most significant stat? You feel? What is your what? If you had if you had a character right now, if you're a D and D character right now, what is your most proficient stat? What besides a uh, big co- big cock master. Yeah. <laughs> besides, besides slaying in that D. Yeah. Uh, you guys are giving me a lot of credit. Here. Um, <laughs> I. Uh, I, I think I've just always been like a drac- jack of all trades. Okay. Like I've never been a master at any one thing. I've just been um, g- proficient to good at a lot of other things. Yeah. Which That's is awesome. Which is good to have those kind of traits with you because if you want to master something, you, you lose 
and other things. Absolutely. So you, it, in order to, for you to be a well-rounded guy, you have to be able to be proficient in all those other things, which is awesome, yeah. dude. It's funny because people always bring up that one quote or that saying. It's like... Je- Jack of all trades, trades master, master of none. none. Yeah. But yeah. like, there's like a second half to that thing. It's yeah, like well, better, like it's something like better, like pr- good at some things and only master of one, something like that. It's basically yeah. saying yeah. like, if you're a master of one thing, you're only good at that one, at that one moment where we need this specific thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you can't figure out fucking four plus four, yeah. But also like, figure out how to like shoot an arrow. Right. Yeah, I mean, in that sense, yeah. You you always want to be, like you said, proficient in other, in, in almost anything or yeah. everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So another thing, so I, I was just, uh, for me personally, I'm curious, how, how has it been difficult separating yourself, your personal life, your professional life from the show? Has that ever been an issue for you in particular? <sighs> uh, I mean, really the only thing was, well, there's really only two things I'm careful with on this show because... 99% of the time I'll share whatever the fuck's going on with me. Yeah. Um it's my uh professional life because it's just because because of the stuff I say on here. Yeah, like, of course. If a job's really uptight, they're not going to want someone who says that. Luckily, I wasn't at one that was too uptight. Yeah. So that I I lucked out. Well, in college um, you were Bevmo, right? Yeah, I was in Bevmo for 7 years. That's kind of how kind of led to the Heineken gig. Yeah. Nice. Um so yeah, again, funny that I waited till I was twenty-one to drink. Yeah, right. <laughs> Being in the beverage industry, uh, the other thing I'm careful about is just dating life. I, yeah. I never give out names or um, if anything's current. Yeah. I never go into too much detail. Yeah. Um, if it's a current person, like I'll obviously say, say their name, and if something good happened, I'll talk about it. Yeah. But I'll, I'll never go into specifics just to, just because it it's. It's not just me in that situation. It's it's yeah. about someone else too, uh, and even with like past relationships, like if it if it's a good enough amount of time that's gone by, I still won't give a name. Yeah. But then it's like I gotta make sure just in case someone I know is listening to, because no, they'll be able to piece together who I'm talking about. Yeah. I haven't been with that many people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, just dating life in general, mainly because it's like it doesn't just concern me. It's someone else. Mm, fuck yeah. all Someone those, else that's man. Well, yeah, yeah, fuck all those other bitches compared yep, to the yep, one he man. has right oh, now. Seriously. She <laughs> is an amazing woman. But I mean, it's like that's just so far from like me or uh, I can't speak for Dave, but it's just so far from me because yeah. I've been with a lot of people. Let's be mm-hmm. honest. Like we're doing those things. Is that was just something that was traditionally ingrained in you? Like I got I, no kiss and tell. I mean, and I know even um, in our personal conversations, you really just kind of keep it close to the chest yeah. until it's a for sure thing. Yeah. I, I think it's mainly because part of it is because I'm willing to share everything else about me. Yeah. It's like I want to keep at least that for myself. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Um, and then with the other stuff, it was just kind of like, I've never been like a one night stand yeah, person. Yeah, in oh. general. Oh man. So uh, Good for yeah, you. I know you're missing yeah. out. Good for you. No, I'm just, <laughs> you're missing out, bro. You're missing out. <laughs> No, but I gotta live vicariously through Dave. Right now, we're all living vicariously through Dave. But uh, if you you could just do a redhead for me and like just let me know. Oh, (laughs) you know, yeah, that's on the list. So I mean, I can't really talk too much right now because we're getting party favors. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. Oh, whoops. Never mind. Yeah, (laughs) she is doing the thing. Kidding. Yeah. (laughs) So you mentioned before, like you had some some thoughts on college. Mm-hmm. And your outlook on what college is and what it could be, and mm-hmm. your what is your 
from being a college graduate yeah um doing your thing uh changing your did you did you graduate with your architectural degree yeah. or, you know, well, so? i finished it and what's tough is like by the time i realized i didn't want to be an architect yeah it was already too late i was like into my senior year yeah I'm like i might as well already finish it yeah. i had the, i had the internship already and all that stuff yeah. i was just like i'm already here i, I should just finish it um but with college in general, I'm one of those guys that uh, ended up being buried in debt, went into the job market when it was at its worst. Mm-hmm. Um, really not much opportunity. And, like, I'm not saying, like, I'm not blaming that completely. Yeah. For me, like, there were some things I didn't do either. Yeah. But still, it was just hard to, like, go into the world at that time just because um, growing up, you're kind of, like, trained to think, like, this is the one tract that gets you to success yeah you're supposed to go to middle school into high school college and then you get a good job and that's yeah. just supposed to, it's i i felt i got sort of entitled okay just because they were just like the whole time i was just like focus on your academics and nothing else yeah and do this and you'll get a good job and i did um i was always like a pretty good student college i was like okay yeah um but still, I graduated with an architecture degree. You, you'd think it would have been, like, easy for me to find yeah, something. Right? It wasn't. Yeah. Um, especially we, since, like, my heart wasn't in it. And we also have to remember, 2007, 2008, when you were graduating college, mm-hmm. was the worst, worst. economic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were in a recession. Yeah. yeah. And that nobody, was the start of the recession. Yep. Yeah. Nobody wanted inexperienced people, but no one could get experience. Yeah. Like, so. uh, it, yeah. It's just like, you, we need, you need at least two years on the job to do this job, but... Um, you're just out of college, and, but we can't offer you a like an entry position. Yeah, there's no, no such one, thing. Yeah. Nope, there's no such thing. So. No one wanted to do that. Um, and at the same time, too, uh, when I think back to how young I was, that's 22. Yeah, and you're like, you're a college graduate. You should, you know, have this all set. And and I'm like, God, to have your life thought out and ready by 22 is kind of stupid. Yeah, you're still a child. Oh. For at sure. that point, you're still figuring out who you are. You are. You're not a full person yet. Absolutely. To I be mean, honest, every difference is every person is different. Yeah. Right. By that time, I had been to two wars. Yeah. Uh, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's just that, Dave. Where were you at at 22? Fucking same thing, man. Fucking oh nine. Oh, yeah, that's no, it. Right. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. But no, um, oh nine graduated and was like, I got a job uh, at a newspaper that lasted for two years and then it died and then and everybody got yet. laid off. Yeah, because the internet yeah. took over that market. Inter- inter- yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> internet took over, and it was like, okay, get yourself a real job. Not, I'm not saying that what I had wasn't a real job, but it was more of like um, getting my feet wet and trying to like step up. But then at the same time, it didn't work out because yeah. 09 hit, and yeah. just fucking sucked, man. Yeah, but at the same time, like that's not what I wanted to do. I was trained to do it, no. but yeah. that's not what I actually wanted. Yeah, and then. Um, after I'd graduated was that's when I started thinking about like what do I actually want and the scary thing was I didn't have an answer I had no idea and I think that's really at the time that was really common for people at that time people who were just out of college it's like even now I don't know what I want to do at that early in my life too much adversity yeah think about that like even even at um, basically at high school when you're before you pick your major you're kind of like well, do you know what you want to do for the rest of your life? I'm like, no, I'm an 18 year old yeah, kid. Yeah. What the fuck do I know? I literally just want to drink beer and fuck bitches. Yeah, that's it. That's like, it. Yeah. I was just like, there's nothing more I want to do. I'm like, 18 years old. I need to figure out where I'm going to get the beer. Yeah. And then and who's who the bitches? Let me have yeah. Sex with yeah. Yeah. Who's going to let me like put it in? Yeah, that's it. 
I mean, it's like a two-person operation. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, then, so go, uh, you know, so feeding off of that, what now? So you've come a long way. You've had many different jobs, mm-hmm. different aspects of your life. Um, you're in a different place in your life, relationship-wise, professional-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything you would go back and just fucking slap 22-year-old Jason and be like, do Justin, it, man. Do fucking it do it. Wow. Justin. Right? Justin. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's cool, Did bro. I, you guys, you guys all look the fucking same. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. I'm doing my fucking There it is. There's the white. There it is. There's the, the whiteness coming same. out. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I digress. <laughs> but, you know, what, you, what, 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 what would you tell 22-year-old Justin if you could go back in time and just be like, you know what, man? Just fucking do this. I'd just tell him, like, not fucking panic about what you're going to do. Like, spend more time focusing on you. Yeah. It was a big one. Like, because uh, I think right out of college, I was in one serious relationship and then got into another one not too long after that. And um, I'd gone back to art school. Yeah. Uh, for a little while after college. And uh, that didn't pan out either. I'm still yeah. in debt for that <laughs> one, too. Yeah. It sucks. Um, but during all that time, like I thought I was doing something for me by going to school, but really I was just kind of focusing on taking care of the other person in my relationship. I wasn't getting it as, I wasn't getting it back as much. Yeah. So I wasn't really thinking about myself at all. And I didn't really put much thought foresight into like, like what, what do you really want to do here? Um, so that that's kind of what I'd tell my younger self: be like, really focus on what you want to do. Like, um, don't do it just because it seems like a good idea. Be like, really think about what you want to do. Try a lot of di- try more different things, and really feel out like what's a good fit for you. More different things. So when you you say more different things, do you mean professionally? Do you mean right. um, personally? Do you mean have sex with more girls? Do you yes. mean drink more beer? Okay, yes, yes. all of it, all of it. Yeah. Um, and it, when it comes to, like, what you want to do, because um, I went to school to be an animator after college, because okay. I felt like that'd be a better fit for me. And you like then, to draw? You like to do all that yeah, stuff, right? Yeah, and I went in for 3D animation. Mm-hmm. So, but, like, when I went into learning about what that actually entails, what kind of life they have, stuff I didn't know until I got into the program, it, kind of the same thing happened where, shoot, I'm, I'm sorry, so far in... It'd be t- costing us to change majors again. Yeah. Um, and I was, on top of that, I was working full-time. Yeah. Also. Yeah. So not only was I not focused on me and just kind of going along with the track again, it was I wasn't focusing enough on the actual skills I needed to graduate. Yeah. So I passed every class. I just didn't pass my thesis. Yeah. So I didn't even finish. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. shit, man. Yeah. So, I mean, it just seems to me that the common thing is um, you just kind of settled on things. Mm-hmm. You never really picked what you wanted. Yes. What you loved. What does Justin love? What does producer <laughs> Justin... What do you fucking love, man? Like, we know you enjoy UFC, but what do you fucking love? What is something you really enjoy in this life? Uh, well, I did learn that I love uh, the beverage industry. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, like, that, yeah. it kind of led to that. Um, again, funny. Again, I didn't have my drink first drink till I was 21. But uh, learning so much about the beverage industry led me to applying to Heineken and getting that. And, you know, even though I just got laid off, it's like there's still the company's oddly enough still taking care of me. And it kind of led to all these great contacts who uh, it's only been two days since it happened. But I've gotten like calls left and right 
checking yeah. on me. I've gotten a job offer already. Yeah. And it's kind of like, oh, shit, this is... We love this is where you. I should yeah. Be. yeah. We love you. It says a lot about you, you uh, yeah. personally and professionally. I of course. Because, yeah. I mean, uh, you made enough of, 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 of an impression on these individuals for them to be like, shit, man, if they don't want you, we'll take you, right? Yeah. So do you feel like are you feel on you're you're in a good place? Yeah, I'm in a much better place now. And in, in fact, it's kind of weird that like, um, if it, say I'd gotten laid off from Bevmo yeah. when I was still in my twenties, I would have been panicking. Yeah. I would have been like, what was I've been like self pitying yeah. and all this stuff. Vulnerable been, state. Yeah, yeah it would have been in a terrible state. But now it's like, I'll be fine. Yeah, like yeah. it's weird that like, f- fucking you know. Two years ago, I would have been like panicking, like, oh my God, where's my next meal going to come from? Yeah. Now I'm at this point where it's like, um, yeah, I don't have to look for a job right away. I'll find something. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. It's weird. Yeah. That's to me. But, uh, Very weird to me. Weird. Weird how? You can focus on the BMI challenge. <laughs> dude, I'm going to be so in shape by the end right? of this month. Yeah, dude, I've been to the gym every day this week. Fuck yeah. <laughs> he's been, he's My been girlfriend's going to benefit from this today's, so much. <laughs> today's the first of March, and he's been at the gym every day this month. Right? <laughs> Nailed it. Well, I, um, I got a couple questions for you, because yeah. I feel like you and I are very similar in how we got into our, our geekdom, mm-hmm. because I actually got a chance to meet your cousins. And those I'm assuming those are the cousins that got you into your your love for geek um my cousins definitely accelerated everything but yeah here's the funny thing my dad and i have nothing in common uh now yeah but he's the one that kind of accidentally got me into nerd stuff really yeah because he was the first one that like uh uh he introduced me like he my first memories of like video games are playing with him oh wow. oh shit we had like an intellivision for some reason i don't even remember him liking video games that much no i take that back um i do have memories of playing like like nintendo and super nintendo oh with sweet him. Uh, so like my first memories of video games are with him yeah him playing with me and then uh, I think my first mer- game ever I remember playing was like burger time or something oh, oh shit you guys, you know yes. okay yeah. you guys know that oh, one okay yes uh, and then when it comes to movies, um, he would always watch like those James Bond marathons on like TBS or something. Fucking awesome! <laughs> Classic. Yeah. yeah. So Fucking he that's classic. he introduced me to that stuff. And who's like, your favorite Bond? Um, Sean Connery. It. This is oh. gonna sound weak because it's the new one, but it's like I I think Daniel Craig is my favorite one. He's not bad. Just because like I believe that guy's a killer. Oh, for sure. Who would yeah. you want to be the next Bond? Because this is his last movie. <sighs> A no Will name. Smith. Give me a no name. I don't want. Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I really would like to see Idris Elba or oh, or or uh, Tom Hiddleston. Um, to be honest, like I feel like those names, Big names. Like, they're great stars. Don't get me wrong, they're great actors. They yeah. do a great job, but it's just like those people already bring so much weight to it, and there's going to be true. so many yeah. expectations. Like, just get a new guy, get someone unknown. It's just as long as they're British, I don't care. Just, yeah. Just get uh, as in Brit- they could be any color, just British. I yeah. don't care. Absolutely, I uh, think the true. world's ready for a black double uh, seven. Yeah, I, I, I don't care as long as they're British and then like a no name. Just give me a no name, and that way you have so much more freedom to make the movie good. You ever think um, a female could be a Bond? Um, yeah, but also like at that point, like why don't you just make your own character? Exactly. At that point, yeah, you yeah. know. You could, you could do either way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because traditionally the, the women role in 007 is either the love interest or 
the, the bad, bad guy. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, or it could be both. And we did, we <laughs> right? and, yeah. and, but it could work too just because we did get um you guys remember that movie uh, sh- with Charlie Theron the um Oh yeah yeah yeah. God, what the fuck? It was, was it similar called? to John Wick. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, and man. she kicked it was atomic? a badass mo- atomic, yeah, blonde. atomic Atomic Blonde. That was a that badass was awesome. movie. Yeah. yeah, that was a Even uh didn't Scarlett Joe do one? No, well, not she, Scarlett Joe. She she's done a couple of movies um, of uh yeah, Scarlett Johansson the has. The girl the girl from um the tattoo? No. Uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo. No, the, the, oh shit! Never mind. Fuck. <laughs> you of, it's the the one with the Hunger Games. Chip? Yes, the Hunger Games. Oh, Jennifer Lawrence. The name of the movie. Um, sw- swallow or uh, that sounds like a porno. Sorry. Um, you watch a Cinemax. <laughs> you watch a Cinemax later tonight yeah, again. <laughs> but yeah, going back to like uh, getting your geekdom, and then you said your your old man he got you into Bruce Lee movies. Bruce Lee too. Yeah. Um, Bruce Lee, uh, James Bond. Um. Yeah, he would just sit down. With, oh, Jackie Chan too. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, he introduced all those movies to me, and then uh, other he was um because he worked for like his he was like an engineering job. He was like a parts inspector. Okay. So he was kind of into like aircraft, but okay. not to like the nerdy level. He just yeah. liked it. Yeah. So um, there's always like space stuff in that, like posters or like he sometimes he'd get me like a toy or something, oh, like oh, a space cool. shuttle or something. Hell yeah. So, the, the, like, that was kind of the gateway into it. Yeah. And then my cousins kind of, like, fucking accelerated everything. Oh, really? Like, How so? This is, like, here's comics, here's G.I. Joe, here's Gundam, here's, um, like, you know, hentai. Star Wars, He-Man, Hentai, I found on my... <laughs> I found once I found out what Google was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Um... But yeah, so it was really like my dad was kind of the gateway, and then my cousins just fostered the fuck out of that. Because it was my cousin, uh, my cousins Chris and Ed. They took me to my first Comic Con. That's awesome. They took me to my first San Diego Comic Con. My yeah. first co- actual Comic Con was at the Bonaventure Hotel. Okay. In Los Angeles, nice. and I remember I must have been in like fourth, or fifth grade. Oh shit! And. You just I was just kind of like blown away. I'm like, wait a minute. Like this stuff's just here like every weekend. <laughs> yeah. I'm like what the fuck? <laughs> There's a place to facilitate my what no one else likes but yeah. I do. Yeah. And then like for you I mean um you guys you I mean I know you had your first con not too long ago. I had my first con last year which is coming up again, WonderCon. Yeah. yeah. And then just to be imagine like what you experienced. I experienced it as like a little kid. kid. So it was Man. like over overwhelming. Overwhelming. You're like what the fuck? Yeah. Like, oh, seriously. You like, have no self-control. And you're like ah. I remember <laughs> just being at Comic-Con this Was last that your first year. Con? Yeah, that was my first con ever. Ever. Wow, San Diego Comic-Con. That's yeah. a good way to start. Yeah, it, it is. Huge. Set and the I bar just, high. I I was just thinking to myself like what have i been missing my entire life like this is a part of me that i've never really put my arms around right mm-hmm. so for you um what is like the very first thing so your dad right kind of mm-hmm. started it your cousins helped facilitate but you as an individual you as justin what really like you saw and was like this is what i need in my life i need to be a, <laughs> i need to know everything about this uh, it it was probably one of those big '80s franchises because I have a ton of like old Ninja Turtles toys, oh, a yeah. bunch of old GI Joe toys, Transformers, you name it. Um, but uh, the weird thing is, like nowadays, it's kind of like it's not that I need to know about it. It was just like, oh, I just need something along those lines in my life, and like that's always gonna 
yeah. oc- I just know that's always going to occupy some of my time. Yeah. Like, I just accepted, like, this is just part of my life. Now. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, so being a Bruce Lee fan, Jackie Chan, mm-hmm. um, 007, mm-hmm. did, that really, did that help facilitate um, you being an MMA fan? Like, probably. Propelling that? So, I think it was part that and part... Um, Pro wrestling. Oh, yeah. And which I've like recently gotten back into oh, thanks yeah. to Berto and Elaine. Hell yeah. Shout um, out them. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, without pro wrestling, I probably wouldn't have thought like, because it was just, I mean, back then it was just boxing. Yeah. That's the only combat sport you saw. Yeah. Or, or, um, that's all, or, that's all or I wrestling. Yeah. Right? yeah. I had, like, I remember on Sunday evenings watching wrestling yeah. Yeah. with my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, that was the first combat sport. Because we weren't really into boxing, we're mm-hmm. not a boxing family. Boxing seems to be a traditional thing passed yeah. on from father to son. Yeah, kind of I got thing. it. I got yeah. it from my old man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So it's kind of traditional. I didn't have that, but I did have WWE, WCW. Yeah. You know, when they were huge. ECW. Oh man, I WWE. think right. that was ECW. the NWO. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was the first thing where it's like I have to follow this week by week. That's <laughs> oh, the first thing I got. Sure. I got yeah. kind of fanatical about. So that's it right there. Yeah, so that was, was part of it. And it's easy to get into. Yeah, it, it really yeah. is. And uh, the thing with that is, like, it um, with boxing, the thing that always bothered me, even as a kid, yeah. I was just like, why are they just punching? Yeah. Especially because I had seen Bruce Lee there's and Jackie so Chan do all this other yeah, stuff. there's so many more dynamic things yeah, that can happen. Yeah, why do they just throw the guy? Yeah, or why right? do you kick him or something? Yeah. Uh, well, they one of them did bite the air. So yeah, you got close. I, I actually watched that live. <laughs> Me too. I was at Me like too. a family party. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. I wasn't there. Yeah. But I was no, at a family course. party watching. That's amazing. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. We got that at uh, my old man got it at his house and my brothers and cousins. We all watched it. Uncles and stuff. And <laughs> my actually, I think uh, my brother's brother was the one that pointed out said he bit him. Oh, shit. he bit him like he saw because obviously back in the day there was no replay yeah, until yeah. like they showed the replay. We couldn't rewind yeah. it. There was no DVR. So. Yeah, he even pointed out, he said, he bit him. Like, he bit him. That's yeah. what happened. Yeah, so that was kind of like the big thing. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. And then yeah. when he bit him again, it was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. But th- but that was the thing with boxing. Yeah. It was always just like, why is it just so one thing? So straightforward. Yeah. Um, what you and see it, is what you get. Exactly. And it's funny considering when I learned what Bruce Lee's philosophies actually were down the road. But, uh, yeah, without pro wrestling, pro wrestling was like the closest thing to my questions getting answered. What happens when he can punch, kick? throw and do all this other stuff yeah right when did you uh, when did you find out it wasn't real (laughs) when did I piece it together yeah like did somebody point it out to you it was sometime during the um, I think it just kind of slowly became real Uh when it was I mean uh, not real but I slowly realized it uh huh when it's like I had seen enough boxing matches be like, oh, their punches don't look the same. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. why are they always stomping when they do that? Yeah. And, then, <laughs> uh, and then eventually when, um, what it was is before the internet, it's like you had you had tape traders and then, uh, not before internet, but like the really early message boards. Oh, yeah. okay. And then people, like my friends and I would like find a rumor here and there and you're like, Oh, like he left because he didn't like this, or he left because his contract was up. We're like, oh, oh, that's what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And then so, you find out there's writers. Yeah, yeah. You, you, exactly. So it was kind of like a gradual thing. It wasn't like a moment where it's like, oh, it's fake. What? Yeah, yeah. 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 So it wasn't any moment like that. Um, but yeah, it, but for some reason at the time, like it, it became more fun just because it was like watching a soap opera. Exactly. Yeah. Guys, yeah. yeah. I mean, the biggest thing for me was not only did we get 
the tail end of the golden age. Yeah. Right? Hulk Hogan's, the Stings, the Macho Mans were still there when we were young. They, yep. s- they um, still come along, though. Yeah, right? So, they're still, come, so, they're uh, still there. Uh, the, you know, woo! Rick Flair. Yeah, yeah, Rick, Rick Flair. Flair. We had yeah. them all. Right? So we had them all. Right? So we had the tail end of the original golden age of, of wrestling. And then... We had this emergence of The Rock, Stone Cold, Attitude Big era. Show, yeah. Undertaker, Sting was still around, all these, uh, uh, the Triple H, you know, all those yeah. guys. Did and that help facilitate? Oh, of course. I was a fan. I was the demographic they were looking for <laughs> when that was going on. Uh, yeah. And I was, when I was, I'd like go back and forth. Eventually yeah. I stuck with WWF, now E. Yeah. Um, just because the, the WCW one got kind of stale, but yeah. I mean, to, show you how big that era was like people still compare that era to now yeah you know and that was like a lifetime that was like 20 that was years ago so 20 years long ago, ago. Yeah. And like yeah. to think about like we were those kids oh, dude. waiting up on mondays and thursday nights thursdays were smackdown mm-hmm. friday or mondays was raw yeah it's right? monday and tuesday now oh it's monday. oh shit thursday, uh, thursday it's not it's monday smackdown is, tuesday wow i uh, remember my mom let me stay up till 9 p.m Right, on that was Monday, the thing. You were like, like that "Sweet, was, yeah, right." I could stay up till nine p.m. on just those two days. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, my bedtime was eight p.m. Exactly. Right. Those were the two nights I got an extra hour just to see The Rock or what happened with The Rock, what happened mm-hmm. with Stone Cold or yep. The Undertaker. Like that was such a big part of my childhood. Because you didn't want to be that kid to show up to school the next day, and then everybody was ta- everybody was talking about it. And you're like, I missed it. Like, what happened? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the Rock did what? Yeah. Oh Seriously. man. Yep. And yeah. I mean, like, like I so that it was that a direct key or a direct lead in. So, so we have WWE. Got you interested in in the combat sport outside of well, boxing? It 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 got me wondering certain things. Okay, and then and uh, it's, you being such a super fan uh, mm-hmm. your, of your of your own for MMA. So when did that happen? So I, yeah, I can actually clearly remember that. Too. <laughs> yeah. That's the funny thing. Here's the thing: like I always knew it was around. Yeah, I just had no access to watch it i didn't have the money to buy the tapes or anything my yeah. parents never bought pay-per-views yeah, either yeah so. it just wasn't the, unless you had um, yeah. one of those black boxes there wasn't yeah, yeah. exactly there was always exactly. one of those in the family oh, right the, yeah the, the, the like the, one one cousin yeah the yeah. one the one shady cousin or yeah, uncle I think right? exactly i wonder if those bad boys are still around they Man, have to be they have to be yeah because we got all the porn channels yeah we yeah. got all we got everything yeah okay they so would come on at three o'clock from what i heard okay so that's a common thing because i was just like everyone has that one cousin Everybody that does. fucking were has you, that shit. Yeah. You I don't know why. That wasn't common. You didn't know where it came from, but it yeah. was always like, there. I knew I had. I didn't right. know if you guys. Oh yeah, we all okay. that one. Right, yeah. Yeah. And it just so happened to be my grandmother. Oh, <laughs> you're welcome. Thank yeah. you, Granny. Rest in peace. I love you. To <laughs> but yeah, um, she was the one that had it for me. Yeah, it was my uh, brother who had his. Oh, yeah. nice. I was one of my cousins that had it. So oh yeah, I can't remember which one. But uh, yeah, okay. So the pro wrestling, it was just kind of like. It um, it it raised the questions, yeah. and then they even had like Ken Shamrock in there. Yeah. So I always yeah. knew about the UFC and that at the time they called it no holds barred yeah. fighting. Um, so I always knew about it, but I never had the chance to get into it. Yeah. So oddly enough, back to Europe. Yeah. Um, I, I obviously couldn't afford to go out every night. Like I'm still of a course. student. Yeah. So I can really only go out on weekends. So during the week, um, if we didn't go out, like I remember it. Thursday nights, for some reason, um, 
they would just show K1 kickboxing oh. and, and pride fighting championships. Yeah. Just not not the full events, just like here's this fight, here's this fight. Yeah. Just randomly and like it's funny cuz all the all the graphics and promos are in Hungarian and I'm like I can't I don't, I don't, give a I don't, fuck. I don't, I don't yeah. know what that says, but yeah. uh, it looks pretty fucking cool. But yeah, I remember the first MMA fight I actually saw, and I didn't know who either guy was at the time, but I looked it up eventually. It was uh, Vanderlei Silva versus Mark Hunt. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, it was an insane fight in Pride because, one, they're clearly different weight classes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, two, they were just, yeah, Von, this is when Vanderlei was Vanderlei. Oh, yeah. So he's, you know, no steroid provisions in yeah, Pride. Right. Knocking fucking so people's I'm, heads I'm only gonna, I'm not making any assumptions, but come on. Yeah. Um, he, has, <laughs> he had some picograms. Yeah. He was. Yeah, right? He's yeah. taking some dick pills for sure. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, so this is when Vanderlei's Vanderlei and then Mark Hunt was just, you know, in his prime before he was getting knocked out yeah. all the time. So it was a crazy fight, and all I could think was, like, what the fuck is <laughs> this? <laughs> so that's when I got obsessed, and I remember, I think it was Thursday, so, like, every Thursday... Like even if like some of us went out, I'd be like, uh, I'm just gonna hang out. For a <laughs> <laughs> so your your fandom took you um, to another level as far as that, like, right? Yeah. So it's just like I, I'll I'll miss that beer tonight. I'll yeah. miss those beer too. I'll, I'm saving money. Yeah. Right? yeah. I tell myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So yeah, I mean, considering how what me and uh, what I do mainly is the fighting works. Mm-hmm. It's very good insight. Like I didn't understand how deep or how long you've yeah, been. Yeah. So into this. It. This is probably like 2006 when wow. I started watching. Damn. Yeah, yeah, and that are, that yeah. was that was in the you know how it was like WWF, yeah. uh, WCW. Yeah. So at the time it was UFC and Pride going at it. So oh. that was a really exciting time to be a fan. Yeah. And I had like jumped in right at the right time. And UFC won it out. Obviously, obviously yeah. And uh, so you you basically grew with the sport. Yeah. So who was your guy? Vondelay like, Silva. Vondelay. I mean, he was the from first guy. That so, number one. Just because from that fight, I mean, he's obviously fighting someone much bigger. So I'm, yeah. I'm rooting for him right off the bat. Oh, 100%. And it was a crazy fight. I remember he lost the decision and was just like, what? Um, especially when I looked into like the how the scoring the was score, done yeah. that match. And I was just like, that's weird. But anyway, uh, yeah, I became a Vondelay Silva fan after that. And just watching his highlight reel over and over again of Pride. <laughs> And you're like, holy Yeah, he was fuck. a fucking beast in This pride. guy's a monster. <laughs> yeah. I got into UFC in 2006 as well. Uh, Chuck Liddell was oh, yeah. one of the first fights no, I saw. right at the same time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, I, the, the worst day of one of my life was watching Rashad Evans Dude, smash Just my, annihilate smash Chuck Liddell. got there just a split second Man. faster. Because yep. that overhand right was coming. Well, they threw their punches yeah. right at the same time. Rashad was just a hair yeah, faster. And that yep. overhand right, it was coming. Oh, dude. It was yeah. coming. And I was just like, oh, and that, that rocked my whole <laughs> yeah. world, right? Because I was literally, I was in Iraq. Oh yeah. We, we, oh man. We were waiting. We we stayed up till like three in the morning, I think, because uh-huh. they had a special showing at the dining facility that mm-hmm. night uh-huh. just for the fight. Uh-huh. So uh, thankfully, I was on a big base that showed it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. man, I was like, I grabbed my buddy. I was like, we got to go. There's a fight. <laughs> and he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? We fight every night. I was like, no, no, no. UFC, like MMA fight. Oh, he's like, all right. And uh, yeah, we went and we saw it, and man, that yeah. was, that that was a defining yeah, moment I, for me. I remember that day too because that was like during Chuck's like comeback. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember texting my friend. Sh- I was uh, texting my friend Sean back and forth that whole day, and. It's like who you got today, and I got this guy in this fight, this guy in this fight. Like so, the picks thing. I was doing oh, it back then. Oh, you've been doing oh, it nice. from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I've been doing it forever. Yeah. Um, 
which is, I mean, surprising seeing as how my accuracy is terrible. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, at the time, I was just like, you know what? I think Rashad's got this one. Call me crazy, but I think Rashad's got this one. I was like, what? You're nuts. Yeah. And then after it happened, it's just like, oh, never Nailed it. You again. Yeah, right. Nailed <laughs> it. Motherfucker, got it. Um, I got a question from uh, Piece of Shit Mike. Okay. He said, and uh, I quote, well, from Kelly Kapoor, first of all, how dare you? And then from what? <laughs> from uh, from the office. Oh, so yeah, yeah, Dave. Is, I, I, I know you need to get into yeah, that. Yeah, I, I've gotten so through the good. first season. Well, yeah, once I'm, you get past that, then yeah. it's all money. Yeah, okay. it's so good, so money. But um, okay, so he's asking: At what age did you start realizing that Asian representation started to become an appreciation on your end in pop culture? Look at him yeah, asking right? a serious question. Yeah. That's a real, I remember that episode really where like he, he sent in some bullshit questions when yeah. I did that solo yeah. one. No, oh. but he, he right. came he came with the he came with the professionalism in right. those questions, dude. Coming with the hate. My man. Um that was always another thing that like I didn't squarely think about the issue until college. Uh-huh. But it was just one of those things like I always noticed and I'm like ever since like since Bruce Lee. Jackie Chan you had to like find back then. He wasn't as big of yeah. a star. Yeah. Um but Bruce Lee was kind of like it for like Asian men yeah. in the media. And then like you saw like a bit roll here and there. And I always found myself going like, oh, there's one. Like <laughs> I had to do that. Yeah. And what? oh, there's one. And it's not like the piece of shit bad guy. Like, God. Thank God. The my, one favorite, bad guy. my favorite in that's one was uh, Hook. Rufio. Yeah. That was. I was just like, oh, yeah. shit. We got one. Yeah. Oh, and he gets killed. Oh, Mother. Spoiler. Yeah. For yeah, this yeah spoiler. Yeah. It's been over 20 years, guys. Yeah. Watch that movie. But it was just like, God damn it. Like. We had one, and he's dead. And then, you, <laughs> and then you brought up Ninja Turtles. Um, Ernie Reyes Jr. Yes, yeah. God, that was another one too. It was like, oh, oh man, Jason was that was his favorite. That was character. his guy. That was his man. Oh, he yeah. should <laughs> he should cosplay that. He should. He's got the we hair for it. We can find that jacket, <laughs> dude. <laughs> totally. Why hasn't that. he done that? Actually, <laughs> he should JPG totally cosplay. <laughs> yeah, right. Calling you out, right? Totally he could cosplay. Be That's not a problem. Fuck, oh, bro. God. We could give him a pizza, couple pizzas. Pizzas, get him some acid wash jeans. Yeah. Get that jacket. He could do that. Perfect. He could totally. Easy. Oh, yeah. They're like Nailing the same height, it. too. They are. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, exactly. But that's the thing. Like, I had to, like, look for him. Yeah. You know? So it was always weird that, like, I didn't have that character I could, like, really identify with. I think that's why, like, when people. So people will ask me, like, who's your hero growing up? And it's, it's always, like, weird for me to answer that. Okay. So, because obviously, outside of my parents. It's like there really isn't like someone I had to look up to. It's yeah. weird. I um like the closest thing I had and my stock answer was always like, Oh, you know, Stanley, George Lucas, like yeah. they create the stuff I love. Um but really is like a hero here, like who I say like I look up to that person, it was I didn't really have one. Yeah. To be honest. It it was kinda hard to find like a role model and like I said, don't get me wrong, parents great role models, but yeah. Um they they had me when they were like thirty five, so they were older, and plus it's a cultural gap too. Absolutely, they're raising. They came to this country and then raised a kid in a completely different culture, who's like absorbing that yeah. foreign culture. Like they did, they they, you know, they did a great job. They this obviously there's going to be some gaps. Yeah. So to find someone culturally, it was hard. I I couldn't really find anyone because I was kind of split, and then. 
again, I can't go to comics or TV or anything just because like there really wasn't they don't exist. anything outside of Bruce Lee, which was great. Bruce Lee was great, but then I found out like, oh, he died before I was born. What yeah. the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. like, what, what am I? Gonna I mean, do that here? just goes to show how big of a piece of shit I am because <laughs> I, I didn't even think about asking a question like that. To be honest, like I like I had I, I didn't even like but Mike. That's, that's kudos to you, yeah, but like that's why we're a team, bro. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. That's like, why I, I put even, you three together. I, I didn't even think about a question like that because I'm a white male in America, <laughs> right? Like entitled piece at, of shit. Every, <laughs> every, every president up to Obama is my fucking I'm look up to, right? But, like, here, but here's the thing: you shouldn't feel bad or guilty no. about that. It's just because. It's just something you've never had to think about. Yeah. Yeah. You don't you don't have to be mad at us for like, hey, I've had to grow up with this. It's Absolutely. not saying anything bad about you. Yeah. yeah. You know? That all I'm saying is like, well, I didn't have this. It'd be nice if we did. Yeah. And for some p- reason that gets people all angry and shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, the fact that you don't have angst and you don't like blame that on the fact that you aren't as successful as you could be or you did I didn't have anybody to look up to so how am I supposed to know you never you're not using that as a crutch you but never use that as a crutch. everybody no. should at some point in their life have a piece of humble pie man oh absolutely oh yeah. man so, believe I'm me a- now being in a interracial relation interracial relationship uh-huh. and then you know Justin you're in that now yeah right so oh I was thinking of our right, like, of our group none of us are, no all of us are in interracial all of us are way outside of <laughs> speaking of that yeah, though right? like okay so growing up as a Filipino and dating did you have you ever dated a Filipino girl yeah in your, okay my first two serious girlfriends were, were Filipino, Filipino yeah. yeah? Was that because of just what they what people wanted or what was expecting? No, like I met with those individuals. I met both of them through. Uh, oddly enough, I met them through that co-ed Greek organization. Nice. Fucking nice. A. So nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it was both in college. Yeah. So. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then looking now, though, you're you're way outside the spectrum as far as like. Uh, Filipino. Yeah, Matt doesn't Tradition. even know what she Tra- is. Yeah, traditional <laughs> Filipino. I mean, she's one of the most amazing people I've ever I, come across. I will say she is mostly white, and then you can figure out the rest. Yeah, <laughs> right? No, but she is, she's fantastic. And yeah. so, like, how did you get to this point in your life? Like, like, how did you meet her? Like, stuff like that. Uh, how did I get to this point in my life? Yeah. I, even I have to be like, how did, like, yeah. think, how did things end up this <laughs> well, well roma- Romantically. We'll yeah. go romantically. Um, well, we, uh, did not meet traditionally. It was, yeah, we didn't meet in person like you savages. What? No. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, no, we we met on eHarmony. Very nice. And it works. And I'm just like, both of us are like, we better get a fucking commercial. Right. Let's <laughs> go. Let's fucking go. Let, yeah. Like, let like we met on eHarmony. Sponsor um, this show. Yeah, you exactly. Yeah. Like, How about that. Here, here's a, we're, Geek events have brought to you by eHarmony. <laughs> right? God Let's damn it. Let's fucking go. And she's amazing. So, yeah. how's everything going with that? No, I, I mean, this is the first time uh, I've had a relationship be like, she's not easy, like the way we used to say it, but like yeah. the relationship's been easy. We get along so well, which is why we're like, yeah, harmony actually works. Yeah, that's fucking <laughs> awesome. Um, the yeah, algorithm is real. Because <laughs> before it was like, we, I mean, back then I was younger, obviously, so it was like a, a lot more lust was involved in the decision making. For sure. Oh, yeah. Of course. Um, but now it's like the balance of lust and you're like, oh, you're actually a good match for me. Yeah. We get along like, um, it's clicking. We haven't had anything close to an argument yet. And we're like five months in. We're like, what the fuck? Not gone wood. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Me, it's usually like, it's the average is like two to three months. I'll have like 
an argument about something. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. But this one, you're just like, yeah, it, it's kind of weird that it's like, oh, it, it, it almost strange to me that it's going this well. Uh, but part of it is like, you know, we're both the same age. We've yeah. both been through some shit. Um, yeah. Enough <laughs> bullshit to know what we want and don't want. Yeah. Uh, we're both comfortable professionally. We're both. I, I think it comes down to like we both know who we are as people. And in your 20s, you don't fucking no. know that. Who the fuck you, have, you are. Yeah. You have yeah. no idea. who. By 25, you're starting to figure it out. Oh, yeah. Maybe. If that. Yeah. Um, so like my twenties pretty much were just all my time to fuck up and figure out who I was. Of course. And then now after 30, it's like, okay, now I'm comfortable with who I am. I have a better idea of who I am. Um, I'm still changing and growing. Yeah. Obviously. And, um, she's the same way. She's still, she's comfortable with who she is and she wants to keep growing as well. And, and we're just like a perfect fit right now. Yeah. Which is good, huge, bro. Man. Lock on wood. Yeah. yeah cheers. Right? Jesus Christ. Yeah, cheers is, to you, that bro. That is such a huge like something for you to come into like this point of your life mm-hmm. that's so huge that's man. what you need that's man. so huge stability bro yeah so mike has one more other question okay um and again i'm quoting Props to you mike yeah, yeah right for, for, that's a that's a good question that was great question awesome yeah so Amazing. he's got another you, bro. he's got another great question um so knowing you through the years haven't seen your character in two years we've yeah well <laughs> yeah but i mean it feels like we've known each other yeah, for a long true, time true true but uh how uh, he goes? He goes off on a little tangent because he says, "How big is your dick?" But he said, "But he goes, uh, but your work ethic. Who would you say is your hero, and who do you see yourself take after in life, and why?" Well, yeah, so I kind of just answered yeah. that. Um, but yeah, again, it's not. It's never any like one thing. I guess yeah. if I have to put like more of a exact answer on it, like it's again, I kind of like got this from one person, this from another person, like. Um, like the discipline and hard work, I think that came from like my coaches at yeah. Survive, especially my O line coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was he was a fucking ball buster. Um, coach D, Coach Zanik, I think he ended up coaching at Elmo. He might have. I was yeah. there. Um, but yeah, he was a fucking ball buster. But like, he, he, he at the end of the day, like, even if you were mad at him, like, yeah, he knows what he's he's fucking right. talking about. He's right. Yeah, that's a, that's the hardest thing as a young man. Yeah, oh, exactly, fuck. exactly. Because you when think you know everything. Yeah, like, he's dealt with like hundreds of like yeah, assholes right. my age. Exa- exactly yeah. like you, mm-hmm. and he knew exactly how to get to you, and he did. Yeah, uh, and and he was even there at like a really like, um, like a, a a big moment for me in high school was like after a practice, like it was just having a bad practice and. Um, first I, I, I didn't even know why at the time, especially, but like I made one mistake and then I just got like emotional about yeah. it. And of course, you know, at that time you're just, a, you're just a mess of hormones and of shit course. anyway. Um, but yeah. And like, I guess one of the, uh, the assistant online coach saw it too. And he was just like, Hey coach, I think you gotta talk to him after it. And he did something like, I never saw him take anyone aside or anything because he's probably just good at it. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, he had done this hundreds of times. Be like, let me talk to you. Like, what's going on here? Like, it was the first time like someone had, um, like outside of my parents had been like so nurturing to me. Yeah. Um. So he 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 let me just like just let it out. You know what, what's actually bothering? Like, what's on your mind? And he he talked me through like what was actually getting to me at that day, and and at the. Uh, and eventually, like, I, again, at the moment, I didn't know why, but eventually we talked it out, and it was just, I think it's all 
pressure of like college and this end of the season and of course and just like keeping up with everything so i can you know not let everyone down and that whole thing because i i had i held myself to a pretty high standard in high school mainly because i didn't want to disappoint anyone yeah um i was very self-aware of like not so very aware of like how much money my parents were putting into and how many hours they were working and to me and like just having that kind of pressure at the time being the only kid being being their only shot i think it like really hit me that day oh yeah and my coach had like talked me through that and just like again um it was just really there for me yeah i mean that's i mean I think all of us young men can look back at some point and find that coach, mm-hmm. that teacher, um, especially as only child, mm-hmm. being only children. I, I'm an only child. Yeah. Um, Justin, you being only. I mean, we can. We all have to like our parents do their best job they can for us, mm-hmm. right? But at the end of the day, you kind of have to look outside of that because you don't have yeah. older brothers, you don't have older siblings to kind of lean on. Yeah, them. and you know that saying like it takes a village. It's really yeah. true, but like really in does. my case, and I know your case, oh, like yeah. you have to like look for it. Yeah, because uh, I, I had cousins. Don't get me wrong, but like I mean, um, they're all the way in Carson, and yeah. when you don't have a car, like that's forever away. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, I, again, I didn't really get closer to them until I was like older. Anyway, yeah. um, I mean, like real close. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, again, like I was kind of like looking for that. You know, luckily I had a few mainstays like my, my friend Sean, who yeah. um, to this day is still one of my best friends. Absolutely. Um, Jason, Matt, obviously. But so it's it's not so much Matt. Not so much. Yeah, Matt. Not, not so much Matt now. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of a weird dynamic that happened too. Like it was it was a shift almost. Yeah. Because it was when we were little, little. Matt, Matt and I were closer, uh-huh. and Jason was the one we'd like fucking bully around. Of course, and easily. Then it's for, easy. I, yeah. I can't, <laughs> again, I can't pinpoint the day, but it was Jason. Yeah, even in high school, it was like Jason. I was already closer to uh-huh. than Matt because Matt went like kind of like full bro. Oh man, for sure. Yeah, once he joined football. <laughs> yeah, that's it, it, probably what it was. Which is funny because he joined after I did. Did he? Because I was a, I, I joined when I was a freshman. He joined when he was a sophomore. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, he's a couple years older than me. So when I was when I started high school, he was already in football. So it was like I knew yeah. him as football. Yeah. Um, so I mean, somewhere the shift happened there. Um, but yeah, it was so like growing up, it was Matt and I closer. Now it's like obviously Jason and I are way closer. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that was kind of a weird shift. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, like a little brother becoming a best friend. Yeah, exactly. Kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I mean, I can only. Yeah. So like I said, it's just being understanding that that only child mindset of you can be alone my i mean i I remember spending plenty of time in my backyard playing a soldiers and i'm of course i'm the general because i'm only fucking one (laughs) and and i'm directing. no i would do shit like that too you know directing all these invisible guys around Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you get this group of friends when you hit high school and you hit Mm -hmm. you go to school and you you start expanding on that and you meet coaches Mm -hmm. and you start making guy friends, and then you get your first girlfriend, and it all changes. Yep, mm-hmm. everything changes. So yeah, I, I think that's kind of the thing. Like I would tell that version of me, it's like expand now. Like don't yeah. be so. I, it, it's scary, but it's the payoff's worth it. Hundred percent. You know, just go be more out there. Put yourself out there more. Yeah, yeah. I was very sheltered and like kind of reserved, but I, I mean, you can't really tell now. No, can't really tell, mm-hmm. man. It, you, 
doing, you've done such a great job. I feel like you've grown so much, you know, obviously listening to you, but what, at what point did you feel? Cause I know it just switched where you're like, I need to do better. And from here on out, like, I just need to get better. Where did that start? Or why did that start? It was probably when I moved down. Yeah. Um, so that last year um, of living in San Francisco was um, kind of tumultuous, but also like very good for me. Mm-hmm. So 29, somewhere in 29, I'd, I'd gotten out of my last serious relationship. She broke up with me. It wasn't, obviously we didn't get along, but it's like I wasn't perfect either. It was one of those things that's like she was in a different part of her life and I was going. Yeah pretty much nowhere to be honest if i'm being honest um so but that year that was the first time where i really took care of me uh-huh. so i took time to get another job i took time to find different stuff i wanted to do um i was i stopped going to grad school um one because it's like I, I can't keep adding debt and two it's like i, I don't have the time to dedicate to passing this thesis yeah um so i had to like just kind of bite the bolt and give up on that uh-huh. and then uh but through going there i met some great people and that kind of led to like hey you can focus on your creative side this way so i got to help out on a few short films um and uh, i think i worked on like two short films and like one like someone's like personal project so like oh, three nice. shoots all together during that year and then i, I took up bartending um i was oh, just yeah. going out with friends more often it, it was just more like oh i really do need to take care of me and it was the first time where again since i had so much time to myself it was a lot of like self-reflecting and um i came to the decision where it's like okay i could keep um, just getting by in San Francisco because yeah. I was. Yeah. Um, I wasn't. I definitely wasn't rich, but it's like I could always afford to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. Um, stay afloat. Yeah, I could always stay afloat, and but it's like I wanted m- more in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I eventually wanted to have like, you know, a wife, family, a successful career, and I'm like, I had to like, I, I had a hard time admitting I was wrong, mm-hmm. and. I came to the conclusion like okay if I really want things to change I have to do something I haven't done before yeah so I, I think also I was just trying to avoid being that loser that moves back in with his parents not knowing that it had become so common at the time Absolutely. <laughs> I mean not many people can just move out of their parents house at 20 I mean people are living with their parents longer just because the, that's the way the world's set up yeah right yeah. there's nothing wrong actually, with it at this actually point. the funny thing in Europe is like that's norm. the norm yeah. like you don't you don't move out until you're married yeah. oh yeah old school yeah, yeah old school, kind old of, school. It's yeah. Super old, which now it is makes more sense yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah it, it was just kind of like okay if I want things to get better and I you know I'm getting older you know yeah. I'm not yeah. like I was still, I'm still young, but not like yeah. young, young. Um, if I want things to get better, I'm going to have to like make some changes and I'm going to have to take some steps that I didn't necessarily want to, but it's necessary. So yeah. I'm like, that's when I'm like, okay, I got to move back down. But I had nothing in my savings. I was just getting living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, and then that's when I had to come to that decision and that's when... I called Jason because I knew that what he was doing and I'm yeah. like, all right, I want to move back down. Can you help me just 
like I just need a job to like pay the bills so for when I move back down. Yeah. And that's that was like the last thing I needed yeah. for me to move back down. Yeah. So that's kind of how all that starting kind point. of felt. Yeah, that's kind of how all of that fell into place. And I'm like, all right, I want to do this. This is what's going on in my life. I called Jason and then it's like, okay, that was the last piece I needed. And I'm like, okay, now I know all signs yeah. are, mo- are pointing to like you have to move back down. And um, another factor too for moving back down was just like my parents are getting older. Yeah. And I just saw it with every visit because I had only seen them while I was living up there. I, I only saw them like once or twice a year. Holidays. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was just like, oh man, they're 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 really turning into senior citizens um, <laughs> quickly. Yeah. So it was just like, and then I hadn't seen, I hadn't spent enough time with family. Cousins were getting older too, and then they were all having kids, and none of the kids knew who the fuck I was. Yeah. And like, oh, shit. Okay. I need to be. I need to be back. Yeah. Um. So that's when I I kind of like finally moved down, and then. Okay, I was like, all right, I'm back down here. Now I have no excuses. I have to make things better yeah. for yeah. myself. I mean, and you did it. Yeah, you, and you, you, and you continue to keep doing it. Continue yeah. to do it. So kind of wrapping everything up, 100. Yeah. <laughs> How does that fuck? Like, I feel like I was thinking about this on the way here, and I was just like, man, this is literally pro- like the birthday of your firstborn child. <laughs> this is like up to this point, this is like this is your child – and you have grown to 100 episodes. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm actually like really proud and like uh happy that I could have this platform and very happy that uh, I I could like bring you guys along on the journey too. Dude. It's, so it's been be a lot part of, of it. fun. It, it's just been this project that uh I have grown to really care about. Again, folks, I don't, I don't do this for money or fame i just i just like doing this i like having this discourse available i like having this platform wait we're not getting paid right what the fuck, <laughs> what the fuck? No. oh yeah I, uh, it's, it's on the way guys i tell them that every day uh, it's on the way don't worry we've right, yeah. <laughs> been doing this for a while yeah right i still haven't got paid yet yeah. yeah um but uh yeah and the only thing i've done is like make is money wise like sell the shirts and like yeah, that no, goes but, right into the studio feed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, from the first episode, um from Geeks of the Round to the first episode of this show to where it was that first year with Ken. Uh shout out to Ken. Shout out yeah, to Ken. shout Actually, out to Ken, dude. Yeah, that, that's, I, we wouldn't be here. Exactly. Yeah. I mean it's just it's yeah, he I was mean, a part of it. He he wasn't uh, a fit for like the current version of the show, but at the same time like he helped me build the show period like he he's what i needed to realize like this is what i really want to do with the show and without him like we wouldn't be here right now so big big shout out to him huge shout out um but yeah to like see it come this far and grow i'm just like wow like i'm actually like oh i can actually pat myself on the back for this yeah yeah, dude um you know you have every right how, how many people how many people do we know that say like oh i got a podcast and like you know, we've been putting out weekly, sometimes twice a week. Yeah. You know, and we we got back into like we got into a hundred episodes faster than RSG did. Wow. Um, just because, uh, again, like we started, we kind of had a late start with the whole geeks of the round thing, mm-hmm. and then yeah, once I got in a rhythm with this show, it was just like. Now I'm going to go weekly. Now I'm going to have these weeks where I go like twice a week. It's no. like I just wanted to like keep going at it and like um, 
it's just become this routine that I, I like my week doesn't feel done unless I do one of these. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> absolutely, bro. I, mean, I look forward to it. Me, yeah. I mean, just yeah. coming from me personally, just I really appreciate yeah. all of this. This has been huge for me personally as a person and just something I never thought I would do. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, uh, you and Jason kind of come to me and just mainly you and just like, hey, you know some shit about fighting. You uh, you don't and you don't have to like you can cuss. Yeah. You don't have to watch what you say, right? Yeah. Like, that's what I was waiting for on this fucking network, <laughs> right? I, I think the main thing was just, I, I just, whoever I bring on, I want to let them be them. Yeah. Um, so when I, I brought, decided to bring the three of you on, we all kind of fit together well. We have a good rapport. And um, it wasn't just like, oh, Justin just brought his friends on. It wasn't just that. I have plenty of friends who aren't on this yeah. Yeah. for good reason. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like our rapport fit best for what I wanted to do. Um, and it, it's just been going well. And it finally fit, felt right. And yeah. it, it was just like the first year was like a lot of figuring out and misfiring and then like, the second year of the show was just like, okay, I think we got the right formula. Now the third year, it's like, okay, we got pieces we need. We just got to polish everything now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, me learning, and I, I know Dave. I mean, you learned a lot, and just, yeah, just being better at this, just getting better every time. Is the goal of mine. Yeah, I, I think that's been kind of like I, I haven't formally said it's like a side project of mine, like. Because I know Jason likes to do that. Like, he'll yeah. say it's this, this, and this. Yeah. But it's, it's like, no, it's like, uh, if I bring you guys on, it's not just to be, like, my second banana or anything. It's just <laughs> like, if I'm going to bring you on, like, I'm going to develop you guys, too. I want you guys to get better. Whether you stay with me or go on to your own show, like, I just want you to get better. Yeah. Yeah, and that that's kind of been my goal with having a crew around. Yeah, the awkwardness, the uneasiness I, i've never felt that coming on you and that speaks volumes to you justin because obviously i think you're a wonderful host man the way you present yourself the way you host your show the way you care about it, it, it it's it's a, it's huge man so again dude no, I, appreciate I appreciate this that. journey bro and i look forward to another hundred you know hell yeah yeah let's do it yeah. let's get to a thousand next let's go. <laughs> yeah it's it's funny it's like a hundred's a big milestone but like in the back of, like the way i enjoy things it's like this is great, but th- I also know this is a drop in the bucket. There's like, so yeah. much more. I'm going to be doing thousands of these guys. Well, Sorry. Oh, yeah. well uh, we got that party favor, and you know, she left us a note, and <laughs> like we had to read the, and she like put down her favorite episodes, and we were like, wait, what episode was this one? What episode was this yeah. one? You know, we had to go back. Yeah, and it was nice to go down, and, and we can always memory go down lane. memory lane. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And it just, yeah, it was just really cool how she did that. Yeah. And added those, and you go back to the, the, the library of things and like 51 was this oh yeah. i remember that i remember yeah. what we were talking about uh 65 that's my show yeah, <laughs> awesome. uh, yeah. 94 fu- and then the 90, white wine extravaganza oh, and dude <laughs> as much love as we got for that we have to do it again yeah all right. we have to give right. it a shot. <laughs> do it again we have to all right that's our holiday party uh, yes. jason cannot drink the whole day, like that's <laughs> we won't we won't do it in the studio too. So yeah, just we'll we'll have to do it like offsite at somebody's house. There Somewhere, we go. Some place we can destroy reasonably, exactly, without anybody like without repercussion. Yeah, oh, there exactly. you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, without repercussion. Yeah. But guys, you did a fantastic job of like running an interview. Like, it shows me like you guys aren't just showing up, and like I have to be proud of that too. I'm proud of you guys, uh, and even Mike too for coming up with the great questions. Oh, yeah, uh, not here, but yet he was here. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean. 
mean, I'm just glad you guys are actually like learning something out of oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> fucking rambling every week. Hundred ten percent. But yeah, again, I'm just very happy to see not just the show's growth, but your personal growth as well. So this has been all super fulfilling. And again, very thankful to have you guys along for the 100th episode. And again, hope you're on for another 100 or hopefully you're doing your own projects, you know. Let's do it again. Yeah, right. Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's run it back. Let's go. <laughs> um, but uh, guys, thank you so much. David Boyd, where can they find you? Uh, so it's taken me about how many episodes I've been on? Probably about uh, 30, around at 20, least, yeah. 20, 30. Something like that. Even, maybe even Probably more. more, than, more yeah. than that. Yeah. But it's taken me this long to I'm that boy 1989. Yeah. On there Instagram. It is. Hey, uh, David Boyd on Facebook. Um, just want to sh- shoot a quick shout out to uh, larugby.com. Um, they're a local rugby club. So if anybody's interested, just come out, drink with us, hang out with some good players, learn a new game you've never played before. Right now we have the sevens, uh, USA sevens is going on in Vegas right now, which is huge for the sport. We won it last year for the first time the U.S. won. Oh, fuck yeah. sevens tournament was on home soil. So we're defending our title this weekend. Give them a watch. Um, check us out. Where can they watch? Uh, can uh, you, you watch it on you TV? Watch it on, yeah, you can watch it on TV. They have it usually on a, uh, ABC, NBC Sports. NBC Whoa. Sports. NBC okay. Sports nice. does it. So, um, yeah, if you guys, it, they're off on, it's a little bit off time, so prime time during the day, during the weekend. So if you guys just check it out, give us some support. Maybe you'll like it, and then come out, hang out with us. Uh, we're winning. We're on a, a, a one-game win streak. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're pushing to win. To, we're yeah. pushing to the playoffs, so. LARugby.com to come check us out. Um, yeah. Fuck yeah. Armenta, where can they find you? Find me at Superfan Armenta on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find me at David Armenta on Facebook. Shout out to Lupus Org. Donate to the cause. And if you can, please go out and donate platelets. You can donate platelets every seven days up to 24 times a year. Or if you can, please go out and donate whole blood. You can donate whole blood every 115 days a year. And there's an incentive for donating platelets. Uh, You can get your name raffled for Coachella tickets uh, weekend two. So they are doing that. So if you go out and donate between now, uh, today's the first. So between now through the 15th, you can get your name raffled for some Coachella tickets. Yay. (laughs) Oh, and uh, Mike's not here. So for all those dog lovers, please go out and adopt. Don't shop. I love it. And you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. The Geek Offensive has its own social media at the handle at Geek Offensive on just about everything. This show is part of the Geek Say What Network. So a big thank you to the network for providing a platform. And thank you to JPG for providing a platform for 100 episodes yeah, of yeah. my bullshit. Let's He's go. all right. Uh, Fuck that guy. Sell my, sell my show better, but otherwise, yeah. Yeah. thank you. Um, but uh, the network has a plethora of other shows available as well. We have Ready, Set, Geek, your starting line to geek culture, hosted by Alex, JPG, Cole, and Anthony. We have uh, Geek KO, our trivia podcast, hosted by Justin Madriaga and Ish. And both of those shows are available now on Google and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your talking. Uh, we also have On the Horizon, DGIF, that's Diverse Geeks in Focus, hosted by Gemma Vidal and Alex. Um, they bring marginalized issues within the geek community into focus. And uh, it should be a really good show. Again, uh Technical delays. Uh, I think Jason's out of the country, so look out for it soon. Yeah, he's <laughs> somewhere. Somewhere. Somewhere uh, in the world. He should yeah. come back. Uh, we'll fuck with his backyard until he gets yeah, back. Yeah, for sure. Switch um, Evie. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we also have RP Geek Allegories, which will be hosted by Jason. Uh, it's uh, bringing issues that matter to the table. And uh, thanks to Nathan Schultz for clearing up what the show's actually about. Um, it's an RP. It's a live play, like, RPG show, uh, kind of Dungeons and Dragons-y. But I'm still gonna say it's about cocaine dragons. I thought he. I, I thought he agreed. He, he said there is. Yeah. yeah, he did confirm. So it's cocaine dragons and robots. <laughs> yes. Um, so check that one out. Both of the shows are available soon. Uh, next shout out goes to Wayland Productions, our our associate producers who provide the space for us, share the equipment, help us sound great. Find them at Wayland.ws and please support their uh, audio drama We're Alive Frontier now available on Alpha. Uh, finally, the show is. Uh, Oh, shoot. The Balut Club t-shirts are sold out. Oh, um, oh, nice. So this show is now again brought to you by JordanDene.com, <laughs> our exclusive geek apparel sponsor. That's JordanDene.com, a geek apparel uh, uh, store out of Brooklyn, New York. Um, w- find their stuff online. Use the promo code GeekSayWhat to get 20% off your next purchase. So buy a shirt, you heathens. There it is. Um, and I think that's about it. Guys, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for coming aboard on the journey. This is what you guys did a fantastic job of running an interview. Thanks. I'm actually very happy. That's what I'm most happy about in this <sighs> show. Um, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe to check out that dragon. Uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you.